Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to episode 64 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is the 29th of May and I'm your host Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK on Steam. Today we have on the show... Hello, it's Trev and on all good platforms I am Trainspotting Trev. It's GreatGamer25 on Twitch, Steam and wherever else. Hey, it's uh, Little Donkey, uh, also known as Matt. I'm uh, the guest for today. Nice. Uh, invited Welcome. on. Welcome. Welcome in. He is a uh, Little Donkey, Little Donkey in the community. You uh, have been in our community for quite a bit of time now. You're always involved, always there in your streams, which I always like to see. So we thought we'd bring him in, put his opinion on. Is it going to be a good opinion, people? That's the question. <laughs> Give him my five pence. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> uh, if you've got any questions, send them into uh, contact at extremepcuk.co.uk. Um, if you want to join any of our social media, you've got Steam Group, Instagram, Facebook and Discord. Just go to extremepcuk.co.uk. Everything's on there on the front page. Um, it's good to see you all in there. Discord is, is, we're loving it. It's going so well to Discord, so we're really happy with that. Thanks for everyone. Our streaming platform on Twitch is actually doing really, really well. Tuesdays we have a gaming night now, so if you go to twitch.tv forward slash extreme PC UK, all in one word obviously, then you can get into our gaming night, 9 o'clock UK time, where we play games. This week we've been playing Forza Horizon 4, lots of people in the community have been getting involved. Uh, we have multi-stream, uh, so we've got a couple of cameras when we're streaming from people in the community. Um, so that's all good. And then on a Thursday night... At nine o'clock, we have the actual live podcast, which is sort of it's sort of getting bigger on the live podcast than it is on the monthly podcast because the live podcast you can actually come into Twitch, get involved in chat, and we actually will answer your questions live and we'll have a discussion about it. So it's really really cool. Lots of people coming in. Um, how have you all been today, you three? You all been good? Yeah, yeah. real good. Uh, yeah, good playing thing. games, having fun. Having fun. We always like to have fun, Gray. <clears throat> always um, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's, that's why I am Gray. That's why I am Gray. If, if everyone hasn't seen this important announcement, if everyone hasn't seen it yet, scroll way further up in the Discord chat to see what uh, Gray Gamer looked like um, uh, so many years ago, man. There's a couple of characters uh, there. Uh, come to mind, I won't say. Give, put your opinions and let me know. It's do you know what? It's you that important. That, that's that important to Trev. Yeah, what Grey Gamer, because Grey Gamer is one of the oldest people in our community. That sounds really harsh, yeah. doesn't it? He's an old man. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, I think there's only one other guy that's nah. a little older than him that we've seen sure. once in a while. Other than that, yeah, I'm the oldest. But the one, thing but is, cool. he's been putting pictures in recently, because we had pictures of all the different people who were all having a laugh, but you look like so many people. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> we might even give a free game key out to someone if they can guess who Trev thinks he looks like the most. If you can get now it or then. in that picture, then. Trev will repost it, repost it in a Discord from today, pin it, pin it in uh, uh, in the podcast well, questions room. I'll, ju- I'll just get, I'll just get great to do it. It's his picture. He's probably got a lot more accessible than I do. I'd yeah, have to pin it in, fine. Again. Pin it in the okay. podcast gaming questions. Someone room. could win a fine, key. I'll right? pin it, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and for a little trick, a little tip, sorry, not trick, a tip, uh, the key will not be a game along the same lines as someone he might look like. 
That's a good little tip right there. Um, <laughs> You've really got to hope not. <laughs> when you, when you, you mean Minecraft? No, only kidding. <laughs> but um, moving on from there, um, iTunes reviews, uh, they've been a bit, a bit funny recently um, with the reviews. I don't know if there's any new ones or not, so if there are, we'll get them soon. Apart from that, we're moving on to the news. Uh, going from being really silly at the beginning of the pod, uh, very, very serious bit of news to start with. Um, and Shellbug's actually given us a question for the end of the pod, but we're going to read it out with this. Have you heard about they've actually made gaming addiction a proper disease now? Yeah, and I'm screwed. There's no comeback for me, man. I'm not even going to check into the clinic or nothing, man. That's it. <laughs> I'm past this. I'm past all help. There's oh, no cream must... more pills. I, think... I must have been addicted for many years then. Look at, and look at what happened to me. Man, Grey must be like the equivalent of like the heroin addict in gaming disease. <laughs> well, well, if you remember, without saying anything, I said he looked like two people, one of which I will take, and the other one was what he could look like. Well, in fact, I'll give you the other one. That don't it make was, sense, pa- Trev. <laughs> it, was Pablo, it was Pablo Escobar was the other one I thought he looked like. So, nice. you know, the other he, one we he, want to see. I should he, be an you know, if he's the main drug dealer when it comes to gaming and addictions, then he's, he's right up there. What's Great. Pablo's opinion Gaming on Pablo. Yeah, that's actually been my business all this time. I didn't want to say anything, but no. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I'm going to do is... I think the whole thing with gaming addiction is it goes all the way back to so many different things, not just with games, though. I remember uh, You guys might be too young, but you, you've heard of the Three Stooges, right? Mm-hmm. So... I remember when they first came out, in the Three Stooges, not in the 30s, but later on when I was a kid, and they said, oh, well, if you watch the Three Stooges, you're going to be slapping each other and hitting each other in the head and breaking well, that was, your that bones. That was true, though, wasn't it? Okay. And they, they, that's stupid. I mean, it's just it's just fun. It's not something you're just going to run out and, like, you know. But I understand that people say that there's an addiction. You can you get addicted to almost anything. Yeah. Well, the only reason, I think the only reason they call it a disease now is because there's millions of gamers, so – they all have an, an issue with playing their games too much. What defines and... an addiction or a disease, though? That's that because this is who said this? The World Health Organization. Hold Which on, let me deal. let's go back a step. Let yeah. me read out because Shell's actually sent us a big long question about it, so I'm going to read oh. that out and then we can sort of go down them routes. So Shell says, and this is from Shellbug, everyone. A question for the new pod this week: um, Have now made gaming addiction an official diagnosable condition. What are your thoughts and feelings on this, and what impact do you feel this will have on the gaming community now and in years to come? Now, I've got my own view on it, because I see this firsthand through myself and through my kids. Now, everybody out there knows, or anyone that listens to us knows, that my kids, they've all got gaming machines. Uh, One of them uh, plays a lot more than the rest, is very competitive, will get on there every single day. And I have to balance between getting him out of the house to play on his bike, going out to the park and playing the computer. Because otherwise he would sit there from six o'clock in the morning until whatever time I let him stay up till and he would just play. Now, I look and I do see that he's addicted to like Overwatch, uh, CSGO, all these sort of shooters that are competitive games. He's highly addicted to them. That's, That's no doubt about that. But. I don't think it's like a condition. I think it's down to the parents to teach your kids right and wrong. Teach your kids there's a balance with everything and you need to be able to distinguish when your kids should be playing the computer and use it as a reward system or saying, yeah, go and do all the stuff outside, go and play, go and do your homework, go and do the washing up, go and help around the house, then you'll get your time back to play your computer. I believe that 
they're just opening up a massive, massive can of worms now because there's going to be a million parents that don't understand gaming. Like Gray, uh, no disrespect, you're a lot older than us. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people in your generation don't understand gaming at all. You probably had for many years uh, people saying to you, what, you play games? Aren't you an adult? Have you ever had that? Oh, sure, sure. And you're like, no, I just want to play games because I enjoy it. And you get made to feel a little bit like you're doing something wrong because you shouldn't be what the public look at you as and you want to be what you want to be as. Do you know what I mean? And so you're doing this private gaming in your house, which is down to you. It's all on you. And then people outside of that, your friends in that saw you, they'd be like, well, you're still a kid or what? And that's, I've seen that firsthand through myself. But with this, it's like now the whole wide world is looking in on the gaming industry and you've got games like Fortnite and stuff like that, and kids are addicted. But it's, I think it's more due to lazy parents. Put your kid in front of the computer, let him crack on. It mostly comes down to parents, doesn't it? I'm not saying it's the be and end all parents, but at the end of the day, all these things start from a young age, especially this generation, the current generation. They're all on it from like, well, look at your kids. Two. Uh, yeah, exactly. They, they're on it from such a young age that it has to mostly come down to the parents. That, uh, And if they manage it properly then hopefully the kids will have some self-control and respect when they when they leave the home. But then if they're going away to uni and stuff when they're 18 or whatever, and they start smashing the PC or the games console all the time after you've done your bit, then, you know, it's down to the kids then. It's down to the adults then. You've, you've done what you can. But it yeah. is mostly parents, I think. It has to be met, doesn't it? But the, the, one of the things I've noticed is I've, not, I, I've met a lot of gamers in the hundreds and hundreds. And... There is a lot of issues, which was my generation, which I now see moving into the generation below me. And it has got worse. I can't deny that. Anxiety, issues with communication, stuff like that. A lot of people don't want to go outside the house because they don't need to. But then on the computer, they can be as bold as they want. Um, Do you know what I mean? And I see a lot of people like that. And like with my son, he sort of gets a little bit of anxiety. But with him... It's, I notice if I allow him every weekend, sound busy for three weekends in a row. If I was to allow him to play computer three weekends in a row, we'll go out and then he'll be like, I don't want to go out. We're going to, we're going to a theme park. No, I don't want to go there. I just want to play my computer. All right, we're going to buy you a new bike. No, I don't want a new bike. I just want to play my computer. Do you know what I mean? And that is slight addiction. But then it's my job to teach him that there's a big wide outside world out there so what i do is every weekend we've all got walking shoes we've all got bikes we've got tents and stuff at the weekend we have one weekend where we stay in we play computer we chill we spend the time with the family have dinner and everything and then we have one weekend where we go out to the parks we go walking we go cycling we go do camping and so hopefully my kids will have a balance where they're not indoors all the time stuck on computers and they're not outdoors all the time. They've got a balance to know there's a life outside of the computers. Like, like, look how much I'm on the computer. I'm on there all the time. But I still got, I still go gym in the mornings. I still yeah. go out partying. I still have a laugh. Yeah. It's yeah. all about the balance. I, I was as a kid. Uh, as a kid, I I only, could only game so much. I mean, it was literally a case of um, at the weekend, you know, or, or midweek, say, I'd have to do my homework when I come back from school. And then I was allowed on it for a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, at the weekend, I was allowed on it for maybe a couple hours, a few hours per day, and then kicked out again. It got to the stage though, my little nephew, um, he's got a, he had a Nintendo Switch, and it got to the stage where he was on it so much 
that. Uh, my brother Jamie, he he doesn't know much about techie stuff and IT. So yeah. he's like, Trevor, what can I do? And I looked into it. There's a Nintendo app you can actually download and lock it remotely. Yeah, and I, I put in only so many hours a day you could jump on it. So you got like two hours Monday or Sunday to Thursday. Then he got like three, four hours at the weekend per day. Do you think that's going to make him worse? Well, because he's going to want more. In a way, because I would notice once the time elapsed, it would send me a notification going, someone's trying to put an incorrect pin or something, you know, and this happened quite (laughs) a lot. So my brother actually confiscated from it, uh, confiscated the switch from him, and it got to the stage where um, even though he confiscated it, my my nephew would still find it and still attempt to get in. So my brother went, right, that's it. It's been taken off you permanently now. To yeah. the point where I'm actually trying to buy, buy it off him on the cheap now. So, his was my game. Well, because his password uh, locked. <laughs> I said, yeah, but he's only got the base unit. He doesn't have, like, the dock or anything. So. Yeah. But, yeah, so so that's a point. He was really addicted to it. He loved it. He's obsessed with Fortnite. Every time he come up to my my flat once and every now and again. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Spend, spend, spend some time with his uncle, Trainspot and Trev. He would... Uh, want to play Fortnite, wouldn't he? And I don't have my PlayStation anymore, so I've got it only in the PC, so... Send for a shock next time he comes up. And what, what did I buy him? What did I buy him as well, guys? I can show you, but I can't show the chat. Um, I bought him that, the little miniature unit. You know the one with so the So you bought him a PlayStation that can't yeah, be pinned. Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> that's, a re- that's a retro version, though, right? They yeah, were... it's the retro version with 20 games, but it was 30 quid. And I'm like, yeah, it's, up his old man. it's up to his old man to delegate that. They've got yeah. a TV, so, you know. His old man could go, you can get it, you can't get it, you're, you're limited to it so many hours a week. I'll leave that to him. That's not my thing. But anyway, yeah. So it's yeah, a you've, just, you've just caused a disease there. You've just made it worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So don't do what I just done, guys. But, but my point, my point, which which is worrying, is is if they bring this up as a diagnosable condition, then... Anyone, like I was saying to Gray earlier on, that's not in the know-how or is not in the circle with computers and PCs and that background, they're just going to automatically go, my kid's addicted to the computer, he needs to be diagnosed. You're going to have a major influx of people going to the doctors to say, my kids are addicted, then you're going to cause more problems... Um, right it's going to be more problems with space in doctors and hospitals and stuff. Yeah. It's going to cost yeah. the NHS even more money when we don't have the money in the NHS already. <clears throat> um, when I think it's more something that needs to be put on the parents, to be fair. A lot of adults could be like that, man. A lot yeah. of people like are, are, are chancing it and they'll go in and go, ah, I need to be signed off work for a month. I've been gaming too much. And the doctor initially before might go, ah... Come on, you're yeah. taking the piss, you know. But now they be, they will still think that, but they'll be like, ah, yeah, it's an official thing, isn't it? Ah, right, okay, I will send you off. But could so you imagine? Still... Could you imagine if all the people in our Discord, yeah, new game comes out like Rage Two, like you were saying, Gray, yeah, mm-hmm. new game comes out, everyone's like, Doctor, I'm addicted. Well, you need to take two weeks off work. All right then, I'll play computer for two weeks. <laughs> They go back to him. I couldn't help it, mate, but I've been on a computer for two weeks in that time off. Nick, what does that say about professional streamers, though? Because that's a job. Yeah, but this is the thing. They may not be addicted, or maybe they are, I don't know. They're like the drug dealers of the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, great. (laughs) They're supplying the drug when you can't be gaming, you can at least watch it. 
Yeah. That's that's how you get your fix. That's your methadone of the world, like when you tune into the Twitch, you know. Oh man. But yeah, I, I really, I, I think it's the parents, like you said, because it, it, there's so many. Now that they name it a disease, it almost is like an excuse for stupid parents to sit there and go like, "Oh, my son's, you know, he's addicted. Let's let's shuffle him off to the doctor." What well, great? So what did you do so with your I don't kids? Have to parent him. What did I mean, you with do them, with it was different things, you know, different games and things like that. Whenever you, here's the thing. When you're truly addicted, it means that you don't you don't react to any other people in your family anymore. You don't talk to them anymore. You don't talk to your friends anymore. So you're talking your about all world, of us. Well, you know. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, if, as, you know, Trev, as Trev sits the, there on his own in his flat with no one in there. <laughs> but if we, if we, but you make a good point. If we seriously were all addicted right now, we wouldn't even be doing this. This would not be our world. I couldn't waste my time talking to you guys. I have to go play a game. No, but mm. I will totally agree that we are addicted. I, I've, I've had it in the past where I've had arguments. I've nearly split up with my family over it. Um, the only difference with me is is I turned something which was pure fun and gaming, I turned it, because of that, into a business. So now I get paid to do my hobby, you know? And so for well, that, me... And that's good, because if you if you work at something that, that you like, it's not really work. Yeah, until so. someone comes up to me and says, you make money out of a condition. Because now no, they no, could say, that, that's I'm, I'm funding the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pushing it a bit pushing far. It right there. I've created well, the problem. If, if, I mean, if you're going to push it that far, then you can basically say that 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 uh, somebody can a kid could go to school, uh, and the teacher could say, "I think he's addicted to games. Let's go talk to the parents." Then you're in some trouble. So if you really, so you got to be, you got to be. Could you imagine that in my house? Could you imagine? Could you imagine the school ring me up and say? And it's it's a little scary too because you don't know how far they would push. No, but could you like imagine that. him ringing me up, going, "Look, basically, we think your kid might be addicted to gaming, um, so we're going to need to have a meeting." And I'm like, "Yeah, just if you'd like to come round to my office." They walk in here. There's a whole <laughs> network of gaming <laughs> the PCs. Going. There's a, <laughs> there's like laptops <laughs> everywhere. There's an arcade machine behind me. They'd be like, "Uh," I'd be like, "So what's wrong with his addiction then?" Do you know what I mean? What would they be able to say to me? Yeah, yeah that's a good point. That's a good well, point. Well, what you can do is you can also tell them you can't talk right now. You're in the middle of a game. <laughs> yeah, tell the doctor that. <laughs> Hold on, I've just got Discord. One second, I've just got to just text someone. Listen, as soon as I clear this level, I'll talk to you. Hold on. No, but, but in all, like being totally serious, it's it's getting to the point, not just with uh, like gaming addictions and stuff like that. It's getting to the point where... There's so many problems now and so many issues and stuff that it's getting sort of like a can of worms is opening and it's going to become a monster. It's going to get out of control, you know, and things like well, it already is. I, I could say something and I would offend a lot of people, so I won't say it. But um, <laughs> it, would, it would my honest view would offend a lot, a lot of people. Do so, it, do it. No, I can't do it. <laughs> it's about NHS and certain people that use the NHS for certain things. And oh, it could oh, go God. really deep and we could uh, go a whole next level with this. And we could end up having a debate and getting really deep into yeah, it. Yeah, so I don't want to go into it. Pod, so but it's nice. sort of like, podcast, in a nutshell, the NHS is on its last legs because it's it's at the end of its tether with funding and stuff like that. So why bring up something that could potentially get so big that it could just abuse the system? 
you all of a sudden get an influx of millions of little kid Fortnite players that mums are panicking and going, my kid's addicted, taking them to the doctors. And then before you know it, all the people that are really sick or whatever, they're not getting doctor appointments because there's a million kids in there that just want to play computer. They don't even want to be in the doctors. And it's their parents. It's just a can of worms. It's just going to cause havoc. Yeah. There's always going to be people that are going to game the system like that. Like I said, parents that are lazy are going to bring their kids to the doctor and go like, cool, I can bring them and they'll, they'll take care of this. Do you know what scares me? worry about it. What scares me more is, is that the problem, for I believe, is down to the parents having control and balance. And what will happen is it will get to the point where it becomes as big as the government have to do something about it, like smoking, um, like obesity and things like that. The government get involved and then they try like all the sugar at the moment over here. You can't get any sugary drinks. You have to pay a tax on it because they're trying to stop people getting sugar in all their food. It's like, what will be next? Oh, Game internet and games times on everyone's computers can only be limited to an hour before the game switches off. Stuff like that. Could you imagine that? It could go down them routes. Twitch will go yeah. out of business. If it, if it went happen. really extreme and they let it carry on and go too far, I could see that sort of thing happening. I think it's a yeah. very long time down the road. But it, at the minute, it's just It's like, all right for Greg. He'll like be dead by then, but for us... Well, yeah, you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Isaac, you are right. <laughs> no, yeah. You know I'm only joking, Grey, man. I know. Just joking. As long I'm as just... my fingers can keep moving, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I'm addicted. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but all joking aside, yeah, I think it's opening a can of worms. And I do think there are people that might need help, like extreme cases sure. of parents, which don't, they're not gamers. They're not from that background. They don't really know what to do. That's where you'd go and get help, you know, but then just yeah. trying to distinguish who's that person. Yeah, I suppose it's like it any may... addiction, isn't it? If, if it's affecting your life to the point, like, you know, alcoholism, if, if it's, it's all you ever think about, it's the first thing you do in the morning, take a drink, you know, that sort of thing, then right. you need help. Well, I do that every weekend. But if you just like I a few pints in the weekend, <laughs> well, so do we all. Well, you, you know, we're, awesome. we're not losing jobs over it and things like that, whereas, yeah. you know, there are people gaming that will have lost jobs and families and all that kind of thing. You don't need it. to lose your job, do you? Just go to a doctor and say, I'm addicted to gaming, he signs you off. We can now, yeah. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's part of the problem, because they have to be able to diagnose it carefully. You can't just have a kid going, well, well my kid played a great game yesterday and he got mad, so I think he's addicted. Like, yeah. What? But like, you it's have like, have, it's like, guidelines. it's like about 10 years ago when all the violent games came out and they were like, look, this is making kids extremely violent. And they started changing all the ratings and stuff like that then. It's just another version of that. Maybe, you know, when all the computers turn into cloud-based, I could turn into Dr. Nick. And I could be an extreme professional <laughs> that can diagnose how many people are addicted to gaming or not. And I could just sit in a room and be like, you, there, you're, you're, you're uh, addicted. You, no, you can play some more. Get paid for it. There's my job. I got a better idea. We'll, just create, we'll, we'll create an AI, use your voice, and then the AI will just go, you are addicted. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's got to be better than real Nick being a doctor. It's a bit scary. <laughs> Could you imagine turning into doctors and I'm there? Hi, how can I help? I'd be walking straight back out, mate. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think the whole can of worms open up. Let us know your comments in our Discord. Come to extremepeaceuk.co.uk and we can go from there. Right, second up on the news, because... Uh, this month, I was going to say, we've only got a couple of games. The rest of it's all going to be... Um, we've got loads of questions. Um, we was going to talk about Computex because it's just started. But we're going to wait till next month for that because we want to see the biggest and best things coming out of Computex. So, uh, Trev, take away. What's your news, dude? So, it is AMD's release of... Or upcoming release of their new uh, CPU and GPU. Ryzen uh, 3. Yeah, Ryzen 3. 
for the CPU and the GPU is their new Navi uh, cards. Uh, and this is a big deal for a few reasons, one of which is what's going to be in the upcoming new Xbox and PlayStation next year, year after, whenever they come out. So that's a big deal. And also because it, for the first time, means they can start competing with um, NVIDIA. Uh, sorry, NVIDIA and Intel, actually. More so the, the, the processor side of things, because what they have done, if I go through a couple of the specs, they have, uh, they're have releasing, this is the third generation, so they're going through the Ryzen 5 all the way up to a Ryzen 9 now. There was Ryzen 9, I think, before, uh, Nick, in the previous gen. Uh, uh, went up to seven before. Yeah, yeah seven. Nine's new then. Just as you said that, though, just before you carry yeah. on, because it might be something you talk about, it might not, but it's another note to what you just said is, um, I, I got a news bulletin um, saying that NVIDIA have just registered all of their future cards, 30, 30 50, all the way through to 30, 80, whatever, TIs or whatever, mm-hmm. um, because... They're actually, it's getting too close to the mark with um, AMD using the same names. Because if you look at AMD's oh, names, they're the same numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so yeah. Th- so uh, uh, NVIDIA went in and they registered all the names to them. They bought the registry for all the names. Um, nice. And it sort Either of fits in with what you're them. saying. Because like with the 3, 5, 7 and 9, it's also, again, it's a similar thing. But like with AMD, it never used to be in sequence. But now it's sort of going into that sequence, if you know what I mean. And I don't with, know about that. And with their cards as well, you've got the, like, the RTX and the AMD one. Are they uh, RX? Yeah, I think it's RX. I, right. I, I, I don't know if these new... Um, I don't see any sign of... Uh, I'm reading through all the comments and stuff. I don't see any sign of ray tracing in these. I mean, I'm looking through. I can't... Not to say that that won't be in there, because they, they, it, this was only a sneak peek, uh, basically. They weren't at Computex, or maybe they are at Computex, but... They announced this uh, just before Computex, and they won't they won't actually be shown anything else until E3. So, yeah, but one one thing as well is, um, and I'm not a hundred percent on this, so because this isn't this is I build computers. It's like I don't know the specs and ins and outs of every single living thing. RTX is RTX the actual given name for the process of the lighting, or is the RTX name? from NVIDIA's side. So if AMD yeah, bring it out, yeah. are they going to bring out some other name? It's, it's the equivalent. GTX equivalent. It's the GTX equivalent. It's just their, their, their pet name. So yeah, so, so RTX. So when you say RTX, it's just going to be for NVIDIA cards or will yes. AMD bring out their cards and it'll be RTX as well? No, no. Not RTX, sorry. No, I'm no, talking... Hold on, hold on. No, I'm not... they... Hold on, hold on. AMD is R. AMD yeah, is yeah, RX. I'm getting muddled up. I'm not talking about the RTX. I'm talking about ray tracing. I just keep saying the wrong thing. So just called ray tracing though. Yeah, like, so tracing, if you look at like Unreal Engine and things, it's just integrated as ray tracing. Yeah, so ignore me saying RTX because I was just I was saying one word and meaning something else. Um, what I was saying is with ray tracing, uh-huh. um, is it just called ray tracing for Nvidia cards or is it ray tracing across the board? So when the AMD new cards ray come out, they'll be like the boards. Yeah, yeah, I think it's all right. Thing, yeah. It's a technology. It is a thing. It yeah. is called ray tracing, and they can't they can't dress it up in a way. It is what it's called. Yeah, but anyway, you get what I'm um, saying there, though. Now, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I do, cool. man. Um, but let me tell let me tell people a bit more about that because there is a bit to talk about here, and we've only got so much time. Um, the so the, the CPU side of things, the Ryzen chips. The reason these are exciting 
is because they're going to start competing a lot more with Intel and to the point where AMD stocks going up and Intel's actually going down. There's several things that are key here. So the first thing is um, price. Their top, their, their, their top one that they announced was the Ryzen 9 3900X. It's 500 US, right, or 499 US. It's 12 cores, 24 threads, 3.8 gig, turboing up to 4.6, and they've got 70 megs of cache there. That's got a, a, a power draw of 105, so I know wow. it cho- choose a bit more than normal, but that's really impressive. And I know there's no sign of 5 gigs here at all, by the way, people, so they're not going for the single most over you know overclockable chip or score. That will always be Intel for me. Uh, but that is phenomenal. 12 cores for 500 bucks. And then if you can't afford that, it goes all the way down to Ryzen 5 3600, which is 200 bucks. That's still six cores, 12 threads, 3.6 going up to 4.2. So it's not only price, it's what you're getting for the money as well. Um, and also... They are um, they're going to support uh, PCI Express 4, which is another thing that we could go into detail, but we won't due to time. But that essentially means you've probably heard a couple of rumors of, or not rumors, facts. Uh, a couple of uh, manufacturers bringing out new SSDs that are like 5,000 meg read speed because of PCI Express 4 can allow that. So there'll be more channels, more lanes to use. Um, that's the second biggest thing. And the third biggest thing is they're now using the seven nanometer uh, fabrication process, whereas Intel are still on 10 plus, you know, and they don't look like they're going to be in seven till at least end of year, if not next year. And by the time next year comes about, AMD will be on seven plus themselves. So they're starting to they're starting to one, compete massively. One thing I would say is, um, and this is not from fact, but from experience more than anything else not from reading up on it or learning about it or anything like that or magazines this is purely from my own experience in using their chips now i know um the new gen uh, of the ryzen chips they could be totally different and i've heard that they've corrected it but from my experience of using the amd processors of the last gen they had decent um cores they had decent speeds but the issues I came across with them, which was personal issues, was the RAM speeds. They they said they liked fast oh, RAM yeah. speeds, but they right. didn't. For anything <laughs> so, over 3,200, so and it was the, no the, good. The point, that's a good point you brought up there, Nick. That's something to add as well. Uh, because They're uh, saying they can go up to 4.2 now, don't they? Uh, no, no, no. Officially, officially, because I don't know what the, the figures were before for Ryzen 2, but Ryzen 3, they're saying, is it, it's either 3,200 officially no, or 4,600. 4,200. No, not officially. Not officially. No way, man. I've read 3.2 or 3.6. However, that's only officially. You can go further than that by overclocking it. Yeah, but I'm I not, can I'm tell not... you now from experience with the last... Yeah, I, be able to overclock I, it, I, yeah. No, I had a few builds which I had to do, uh, and they potentially had to have high overclocks. They had to look wow factor. And I built these. It's been a few machines... And on all of the ones that I used with the last gen Ryzen, I had to limit the RAM because the RAM, anything over 3,200, you'd start getting major issues with the board running it. Now, that for me was something that made me feel a little bit like, oh, well, you know, that's just an, a f- something that makes me not want to use it. 
I want to get whatever I've got. I want it to put it on now and to work. Um, and another thing is the overclocking potential. They didn't overclock nowhere near as good as an Intel processor would for the last gen. So that's another another thing. Also, Intel's prices for the six core upwards are actually coming down quite a lot as well. You, I'm starting to do builds now, which are low end builds, and they've got six core processors in them. You know, so for for people like us who are streaming, six core processor, anything above that, 24 cores, it's not really necessary, is it? You know. Now, can, you, um, I'm sorry, Doctor Bud. I'm I'm reading here that non-overclocking, non-overclocking, so just out the box, it will go up to 3200 megahertz, but overclock it will go up to 4400. Yeah. Exactly. Maximum. But out of uh, the box and overclocked, obviously they're two different things, aren't they? But still, it, the fact that it's only up to 32 out of the box, whereas beforehand, we, if you had Intel and uh, Nvidia, yeah. it would come out of the box at 3600 plus, wouldn't it? Before but, you overclocked it. Yeah, are you talking about CPU? I'm talking about RAM. Yeah, RAM. Oh, that's right. That's what I was talking about. I thought it was getting crossed uh, there. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, no, so, yeah. So basically, on the last one, and that's what I'm saying, you're reading uh, a spreadsheet of what people are doing or notes about it, but I'm talking about actually what I've tried to do myself. Yeah, real life stuff. Yeah, actually. so, because I don't generally read, I like to find it out the hard way by doing it myself and going along with it, pushing it, breaking it even sometimes to see how far I can go. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And... Yeah, on the last the last the last gen, uh, we actually had to change sticks of RAM because they were over. They were three thousand six hundred, and it was struggling, and we had to turn it down. Um, but then, yeah, I heard that on this one that the, there's now potential up to four point two or four point six. I don't know what it was, 4. but it was definitely over four four point four. Um, which, good. if that's the case, then yeah, big deal. you know it is a big deal because that will then potentially let you because most ram sticks at the moment you get up to like they're like 3.6 aren't they you don't really go high and that's when the price starts jumping um yeah, so yeah. you know you get your normal ram and your leds on it that's what you're going to go for for most gamers you want to be able to plug that in and it work you don't have to plug it in and it's down clock it and fiddle about with it and stuff like that you know the board will probably down clock it anyway when it goes in um but then again, the amount of people that I know that have had a computer for the last five years and I switch their computer on and I'm like, uh, your RAM's been running at super slow speeds because you haven't switched on the profiling for the actual RAM. So the motherboard set it at a certain low speed and because they've just plugged it in, that's what happens. Um, do you lot know about XMP or profiling on RAM? Yeah, the overclock inside of things. Do you know yeah. about it, Gray, or not? No. So you're someone that's probably got yours underclocked. <laughs> so basically, when stock. so basically when you, I never, I, mean, I never, I never really thought about overclocking RAM that much. Yeah, but lo- a lot of people yeah. don't think about overclocking full stop because like my PC will be all right. I don't need to worry about it. And then when it gets close to the mark, they sort of go, right, I'm going to see if I can push a little bit more out of it. That's at that point when they realised they had a processor which was made for overclocking. It was a, a an, an open uh, clocked processor which they bought because they thought it was a gaming processor when it was actually an overclockable chip so you could have pushed more out of it ages ago but with the ram the way it works is uh, in a nutshell like very basically when you put your computer together and switch it on first time the motherboard will choose what speed the ram set at uh, and it will do that as a safety procedure so that it doesn't get overclocked so then when you go into your computer into the bios 
you put the profile in on XMP or you put it on profile one or two or whatever's on there and it will let the RAM then tell the motherboard what speed it wants to run at. So in the older one, which I see a lot of people is like they normally have like 16, some DDR3 RAM, 1666 RAM. And then they'll go in, put their profile in, it will take them up to like 2100 or something, you know, 2333 or something like that. And I can guarantee if you're running an older computer there and you check it, you'll probably find that the motherboard has chosen what it's running at and not the actual RAM. So yeah, well, that's that's the <laughs> that's half of it or more than half of it. The the processor side of things, the CPU. Um, the the other part they announced was the the new Navi cards. Um, now that's a big deal because. Well, I think the processors are a bigger deal than the the the, the graphics card. Yes, if I'm honest, from what I'm reading up, but still, AMD are still trying to compete with the graphics card card side of things. And the reason we all get a bit upset sometimes with AMD is because we want them to compete at the very top because it means more competition for us, the the, the consumer, and uh, cheap, cheapness as well. If we have better competition, they're bringing out their new Navi cards, which are on the seven nanometer process as well. Um, they're bringing out. It's basically the the is it the Ryzen three seven uh, three thousand series. Yeah, they're looking to compete with the Nvidia RTX twenty seventy. So they might be able to beat that at the higher the higher end, which is good. Again, if we go back to the same old argument of mid range, uh, you want something that's bang for your buck, that's medium to high, but it won't compete the top range. It sounds like. Uh, Navi is going to be able to do that for you because you're competing with a 2070, maybe a 2080, but they can't touch the TI again, which is disappointing. Uh, but you know, it's going do, to be cheaper. Do you think if they even brought out a card, the minute they bring out a card which would touch the the 2080 TI within a day, you watch yeah. they'll just pull one. They'll go to the magic yeah. shelf. What's this box? <laughs> pull it off. Well, oh. Well, you- They've already been doing that. You've got your boy Jansen. Is it Jansen, the head of the CEO of uh, Nvidia? Yeah, he's uh, he's the type of guy that'll be like, oh, so AMD just brought out a card that competes, not beats, competes with the RTX 2080 Ti. So he'll be like, ah, yeah, I've got one in my pocket here. There we go. There's the uh, 2080 Ti Ti Plus. There you go. Boom. (laughs) And it's a refresh one, you know. And he just goes, there we go. I've had that in my Skyrocket for a month now, just waiting for the time to pull it out. And then then if the AMD managed to come out and a card that does beat the 2080 Ti or whatever the highest card is of NVIDIA at the time, chance about, okay, right, okay. We had one we're going to bring out in three months. We'll now bring it out in a month, you know, and it's the next one we're going to move up the launch. That's where they're at at the moment, which is disappointing. Yeah. Really disappointing. Um, but can I mention one thing? Uh, with the new Navi uh, chips and the Ryzen 3 chips together, they were doing some benchmarking. This is this is the difference here. Now, take it with a pinch of salt because it's only one benchmark, but they basically had their um, high-end... Uh, Ryzen chip, their high end. That's the is it thirty eight hundred. Their high end, high end three thousand Ryzen chip, um, and their high end Navi card, and the benchmark. They done a cine world, cine world, a cine bench. Cine world. Cinema. They went to the cinema. <laughs> they went to the cinema and benchmarked it, and it was brilliant. Um, they done a cine bench, uh, benchmark, and <laughs> it was competing against the Intel. 
uh, i9-9900K and an RTX 2080 Ti and the AMD test beat it. Really? Beat it, yes. Really? Which is impressive. Now, it's the combination, obviously. That's the combo, right? And and, and it makes sense. They're going to work together. It's the same company. That that makes sense. Now, that's going to be great for content creators and stuff. Again, I'm not going to be interested in the gaming side of things because it's just not doing it for me. But the processor side of things, I a slight bit of interest. Um, But again, that's not going to... It won't be out to third quarter of the month. Probably. You know what? For me, yes. as being the builder of PCs, I always say it's always it's the same for, for me so far, and it is getting closer. It used to be, give it five years ago, before their Ryzen chips come out, I would yeah. always go with Intel. I yeah. never really used their older chips because they were so hot. They they suck so much power. Um, they overclocked well. They overclocked better than the newer ones, but they were just like a steam train. So I never used them. I used their graphics cards, um, and then I sort of fizzled them out when the drivers were getting to the point where they weren't self-updating at that point. You had to go in and clear them all out yourself. You used to get issues where you'd try to update your drivers, and there would be parts of the driver still left somewhere in your computer, and you're ending up going through files trying to take little parts out. So that was then. Now, at the current time, and say up to like the last year or so, I've actually started using a lot more Ryzen uh, processors for lower end builds and budget builds because at the end of the day, I need to build what my consumers want and they want budget computers that have got some power. So a lot of the, like we were talking about addiction, there's a lot of kids out there with addictions right now that want new PCs. And And basically, normally I'll go between 500 and 800 pound on a low-end computer, um, and I will use an AMD uh, processor because they are they've got they're much better on power now. They're they're much better on um, like overall in general the clock speeds. You can't really overclock them as much as you used to be able to, but the clock speeds and they are... don't have the single highest clock compared to yeah, yeah, and, and that's fine. So they're good at a budget level. Um, and then you've got like the Threadrippers. Now, don't get me wrong, Threadripper, yeah, I'd use that all day long, but there's not a lot of people that have the money to put into a Threadripper. And so the sweet spot is 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 that with Intel at like 9900K at the moment, or it was at like a 97 or a 99, uh, or like an 87 from a Gen 4. So for me, I'm right... At the moment, I'm slightly in front with Intel because... I like the quality of what I see. And, you know, this is me being very honest. I feel with AMD, they're coming back. They're coming back. They're getting closer and closer. And every gen, they're doing a bit better. And they will catch up at some point. Uh, they're um, doing better with the CPUs, but not the GPUs. No, but the CPUs are starting to piss all over Intel. Intel, man, the problems they've got... Yeah, well, I was about to say, so the security behind, flaws that people are coming yeah, out with and stuff. Zombie load, that isn't an AMD thing. And they're so f- far behind in their technology. They're still in 10 nanometer plus, pl- and they had a shortage of chips as well, which is going to... All right, then. So, all right, honest them. question for you, Trev. 100% yeah. honest. Don't lie to me, yeah? Or just yeah. say it for any reason. <laughs> I offer then. you a 9900K, or I offer you yeah. the AMD equivalent. What are you going to go for? Oh, God, that's such a hard question. Because you, That's not right, a hard question, because I know what no, you're going to say. Is. No, it is, dude, because 
nine times out of ten, I wouldn't even pause. I wouldn't even bat an eyelid. I would say nine nine hundred k. But I'm now fifty fifty. All right then. So we're building you a new computer soon. You're not using an Intel chip now. You're going to use an AMD one because the question okay, was answered. Okay, AMD, AM, AMD. I think it'd been AMD. And do you want to know why? Because it's five hundred dollars, so it will be at most five hundred pounds. I will get twelve cores. I'll get twenty-four threads. I will get. I'll get seventy meg of cash. I will get uh, a lower power draw. I mean, the high end is 105 watts. I think they're at 900k. I don't know if it pulls more than that. I think it might do. Um, and okay, right, it goes up to 4.6 at the most. So maybe I can get all 12 cores. I hope I could overclock to get all 12 cores up to 4.6 or maybe a bit higher. I'd like the 5 because it's that little magical cool number. But at the end of the day... Does it really matter? We'll see. If you're a single clock guy, you go and tell. They do. All they right. Do. Well, when you build your computer, we're going to put the specs up. We'll come back to this. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> but normally, who, who thinks I'm going to win this battle, or uh, do, who reckons <laughs> Trev's going to stick to his guns? Dude, yeah, dude, but there if, isn't, Trev, if you get, but if you get the computer where you said that the combo beat Intel, that would be interesting. Uh, it would be, yeah. See, mm, he won't. He would. I, I don't even to ask him. I know he's going with an Nvidia graphics card. That wouldn't be. No, I wouldn't touch AMD graphics card with ten foot bars. But I'm still not yeah, impressed. What I heard with Navi are competing what on RTX twenty seventy. There's two better cards out there at the moment from uh, from uh, Nvidia, sure. and that's before. I mean, they've got announcement coming up. E3, I think, to do with this super... It's just says yeah. super little thing, so that could be anything. We don't know. Um, oh, yes. That's a fake, fake driver package. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> the fake driver... Oh, and one <laughs> quick thing before we move on to the next bit of news. This was to be covered as well regarding um, NVIDIA. And it's something they uh, announced at Computex, which, by the way, people, we will talk about that more next month. The reason we're only delving into it slightly is because we're recording this on the 29th uh, I may, and the pod won't drop until the 1st of June. Um, it's only halfway through Computex, so we'd rather talk about it properly next month. But NVIDIA did release... Um, this is competing with Apple, I think, more so. Uh, they're, com- they're releasing their uh, studio laptops, and what that basically means is they're, uh, they're, all their the new laptops are going to come with um, RTX Quadro cards. And if you remember your Quadro cards there, your professional cards, you know, I dealt with these quite a lot. One of my old jobs I used to work for um, an engineering company uh, designed like bridges and buildings and stuff. They use Quadro cards because they were using CAD and stuff like that. Um, and I did test them out for a game as well, but that's for another pod, I think. Um, <laughs> I borrowed one and took it home. <laughs> anyway, um, so these Quadro cards are beasts. The the, the top one's uh, Quadro 5000. Um, and it's got 16 gig of VRAM in it. Now, they've done a comparison between one of the NVIDIA Quadro, RTX Quadro cards and one of the high-end MacBooks, MacBook Pros. MacBook Pro was, you know, it was trying to render something. It was that, 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 it, it, it would buffer all the way through because he was trying to do it in real time. They've done the same test in the NVIDIA uh, Quadro RTX card and it, it done it in real time. It done it in real time. I've never ever seen that before. And not only that, because it's got RTX, RTX features in it, they're like moving sofas about a room, you know, like a showroom, and the light was bouncing off it in real time and stuff. And I just thought, oh, that is cool. But it's going to cost a 
shit ton. It's going oh, to cost yeah. a lot of money. Very you know? expensive. But, but, but it's, it's, it's designed for your, your professionals and money's, I wouldn't say money's not nothing to them. Of course it is. But, you know, time's you know, but business is is important to these guys. They can't take forever to do it. They want the best. They've got the money. They'll buy it. Uh, and that's imp- and I'd love to see. You know, the top guys, YouTubers, are going to benchmark that for games and do comparisons. You know, you know they are. So I'm be curious to see two pots on the side of that thing before you know it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a little tidbit for um, uh, Comitex. We'll talk about that more next month. But that's me for the new side of things, Mr. Nick. Cool. Right. We'll see where it goes anyway, and we'll see what build you do come up with at some point, Trev. So uh, we'll mm. go from there, and we'll come back to this. Um, but yeah, it's good to see the two companies are getting closer together, because it's only going to mean one good thing, and that is yeah. that we're all going to save money in the end. Yes. Yep. Do you know what? Yeah. Uh, I've always wondered if, like why uh amd don't do like because they've already got the budget cards they're already cheap why they don't do like deals where you buy like partner up with a certain motherboard builder and then have a motherboard graphics card and uh cpu because that way someone would go and get all their parts and they would probably sell more graphics cards through that i think yeah i haven't seen that before yeah, do you know what I mean? They said, like, you save 40 quid, you get our graphics card, our motherboard, and a processor. Because otherwise, you're going to do what all of us do. You're going to go for Intel processor, you're going to go for an Intel motherboard, um, and then graphics card, you're going to go for NVIDIA. Yeah, yeah. but AMD's, AMD's been partnering up, like, on the on the PS4 or 5, right? So they're making other deals with, with, with companies to use their stuff. Yeah. And being being part of the new P- PlayStation is a big deal. Yeah, mm. make sure you wonder whether they focus on the PlayStation. Well, they're looking for other ways to PC make money. They, yeah, I mean, they're looking for ways, other ways to make money. They're trying to diversify themselves. So going for a new PlayStation, that works for them. They're going to make, they'll make some money. Oh, yeah. Well, you think the number of units they'll shift just by selling it to PlayStation? Sure. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, I'd love to see how much of their budget is actually, you know, if, uh, if uh, Xbox or Microsoft and Sony withdrew their, their uh, business, what would happen? To the shot, they would still survive, I'd imagine, but that's probably their main. No, oh, it hurt. Would that be their biggest percentage? Uh, no, no, I don't know I'd, the biggest percentage, but it would hurt. A massive I'd be chunk. inclined to think so. You think? I mean, how many blooming playstations are out there, and how many they'll sell? You know, the second that comes out, millions and millions of units are going to sell. Well, then we got then we got uh, we got cloud gaming with Google and Stadia, and that's going to put everything out. So that nah, is, that's also I, interesting. Uh, yeah, we could, that's a whole today. conversation, and we don't talk about consoles too much. So, <laughs> sacked. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we've got we've got a lot a lot of questions coming up soon, so um, we'll move on. But yeah, uh, with the games, we've only got a couple of games that we're going to talk about. But they're the games that I've, I've been playing and Gray's been playing. So I'll I'll get into my game first. We'll have a brief conversation about that. Um, but then Gray's going to go in depth with Rage Two afterwards. So. Lots of people probably weren't waiting to hear about that game. But um, first off, the game I've been playing, um, because I've been doing so much work recently, I sort of went down the route of, do you you ever, like Trev, you might get this, you're so much like in the Discord, talking to people constantly, working with people constantly, going to different shows and events and stuff. Sometimes you just want to play a game, switch off and chill on your own. You know, you don't even want Discord on, you just want to just switch off and... You know, I played an RPG for a long time, and I actually 
decided I was going to buy um, Divinity Original Sin 2. Now, Gray, I know you've played this and you really enjoyed yep. it. Um, yep. it. That's a nice transition, dude. That is impressive. Well done. Carry on. What's that? Because <laughs> we were talking about games next in your game, actually, so you've just smoothly transitioned over that. Carry on, sir. Uh, um, <laughs> I was miles away now. I don't even know what he was getting at. But yeah, so um, I've, <laughs> I've been playing Divinity Original Sin 2 and I actually, it's one of the games, the first game that I've had in a long time that reminds me of really nostalgically of like when I used to play like Zelda Link to the Past and stuff like that. It's top down. The graphics are absolutely amazing. You can zoom right in, come right out, and it's it's pretty much an old school roleplay game, but it's got everything modern. The world's absolutely massive. You can drop people, pick people up, take them in your little uh, clan around with you, and they've all got different like spells. Some might be like um, like a wizard. Some might be like with just pure weapons. Um, but it sort of gave, took me back to like the Hero Quest days, but in a game. What, what do you think, Gray? You completed it, didn't you? I, I didn't complete the game, but uh, but I played enough of it. Um, and the only reason I didn't is because they came out with the Definitive Edition, which is really the one you should get. That's the one that I've uh, got, sorry. Right. The Definitive Edition was Overhaul. one step above the one I played, and they added a whole bunch more of, of voice acting in it, more lines of dialogue, more story. So they already took something that I thought was good as it was and then just made it that much better. Yeah. Uh, but the thing I like, too, is that they have a, they have incredible backstories to all the characters. Yeah. And a good a good role-playing game uh, really sucks you into the story where you really care about the characters. You, where you can actually be bothered to take in the story and not keep skipping it. Um, and right, by the exactly. way, every bit of dialogue is actually spoken now. Yes, and, so and the nice thing is you get you get really into it until you if you care about the characters that much, then you know it's a good RPG. Yeah, and the, it, and and because you care about where they're going to go, you care about how the story goes, and the, and like you said, the graphics are great, and it and it's it's not an easy game. You got you got to play right. Yeah, uh, you can't just expect to motor through it. You have well, to really was, get into it. And... For me, it was kind of good because, like when I went to play, um, what's the online version uh, of Oblivion? I'm talking old school here. What's it called? Elder Scrolls, Elder Online. Scrolls Online. So when I was playing Elder Scrolls Online, that's sort of like a 3D version of the game being in it. And when I was playing that with everybody, I wanted to do my traditional thing where I go and look at every case, every box. I pick up everything. I sell it. In this, I was playing on my own. So I could go around and do that whenever I wanted. And like when you start the game, you're on like a, a boat, like a big ship. Um, and you get taken to a prison, basically, when you get off of that ship. I won't go into too much of the actual storyline. And then it's all about trying to get away from there. And then you become this big iconic power. And then it's how you go on from there. But for me, I loved it because I had no one hassling me. Because when I was playing Elder Scrolls, everyone was hassling me to hurry up. Because I could look in every single area of the map. You do that in every game, man. Yeah, so in this, I could literally... you could Everything's realistic. So I could pick up bottles off tables. I could look in cupboards. You could even go up to certain doors and stuff. And, like, you know how normally you get a button, you press it, door will open. In this, you get to do different options. So you can attack the doors. You could do, like, whatever you want. It's a bit like the old school ones where you type something, like, go and look for the key, go and do this. Do you know like the old school ones, Grey? You used to type yeah, yeah. what you want, and it would let you type anything. And if it had that keyword in it, it would then open up uh, a secret path. It was sort of like that. I felt like there was lots of hidden areas, lots of secret stuff 
there was a lot of like unidentified objects which I just wanted to go and like identify because it felt like everything I was picking up every little object which is constantly picking up new gear I want to go into my character and there's hundreds of areas to change and I constantly want to upgrade even if it's only by one point on a weapon I wanted to try that I wanted to try different spells I wanted to because as you go around like you pick up all these different spells and stuff and they just go into your inventory and they just appear on the bar when you're in a fight so it's like you're not limited to one character with a sword who can't do magic it's like everybody can do everything and you can really mold that character and I found myself every time I meet a new character and they say they want to join my party they'll be like oh I'm a sword master or whatever it is and I'd be like all right be that but you can actually choose to change them into something else did you know gray on yours if you change to pick something else so say he says like um i like to delve in the arts of magic and i make him purely a two-hand swordsman did you get any like bad things against you or does it start you fresh like that or do you not remember um from what i remember you it obviously wants the characters to go in their, into their strengths but yeah. you can also but what I did like about it is you could be like a, basically a mage, let's say, or a magician, but you could also throw in some of these other traits to just kind of keep you uh, keep you active in something else. It allowed yeah. you to do that. So you could actually have a character with multiple traits and work on each one of those traits and still have a good character. Yeah, because uh, a prime example for me is uh, very early on in game, I picked up a pair of like gloves and they didn't have the best actual shielding on them or magical shield or anything like that but they did have um a teleport on them so right, teleport gloves yeah, yeah so with these gloves it was like i made a point of making sure somebody in my party at any one point would have them gloves on because yep. that was an asset to my party so when you're walking around like and it annoys me a little bit because back in the beginning of the game there was about three or four places where i could see che- treasure chests and i was looking for ages for secret paths to get to them and I didn't realise that I had the gloves on all the time. And I could have just teleported it, yeah. across the water to them. Um, and I couldn't work out how to get to them. But then I, I moved, because the game works where you're in a certain area. And then that map part moves to another place. And once you're gone, you don't come back. And it was like, man, I wish I could have gone back. And I could have seen what's in them chests, because I missed something there. Um, but the I, don't game... know how far you, uh, I don't know how far you got into the game. But what, there are characters that can teleport without the gloves. Oh, is there? I'm in the marshes yeah. at the moment, so I'm in the second yeah. major look at area. Some of the traits, you look at some of the traits and talents, there is there is ways that some of your characters can actually teleport without... How, how far did you get into the game? I'm at the second marsh I, at the moment, so I've got off the second boat. I, I can only think remember in terms of percentage, maybe. I probably played about probably played about 35-40% of the game when they came out with the Definitive Edition, so then I just said, oh, oh, oh. And, the, the, and and don't get me wrong now, it was great. But when they said that and they came out with a definitive edition, they said all your previous saves are no longer good. Yeah. And and I just went, uh No, man. your previous so, saves are good, but you can't play them in definitive edition. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so, so you have to carry came, on. Right. So I took a break because I want to go back to the definitive edition and start from the beginning. Yeah. I get, you know, all over again. I, I did that with Wasteland game. 3. Yeah. Have you ever played Wasteland 3? No. It's basically the same type of game as as this but it's exactly the same sort of layout looking down from the top you have a party but it's in a fallout world mm. so it's exactly like fallout and that whole world 
but you're going around doing exactly the same thing you do in Divinity, but it's in a Fallout world. Check it out, Wasteland 3. Hundreds of hours in that game. And they've brought out exactly the same thing where they brought out a uprated version of it. And then I stopped playing it and done exactly the same reverse of what you did with this. Which mm. is which is annoying, but you sort of go, right, I want to play this game in the massive graphics, so I'll take a break for six months, then I'll start fresh when I've forgotten about it. And I tried right. to do that with Wasteland 3, but what actually happened was is I got back into it and remembered it straight away and then thought, man, I've got a long way to go. And I just thought, Ugh. but well, I played I played the original original uh, in the original yeah. season, the first game out yeah. in 2014, and they did the same thing to that one. I had actually completed completed most of the game, and they added in more voice and stuff like that. So I went back a little bit, but those saves were still good. Do you, do you um, know what I did have happen with me with this game, which is no, any but... gamer's absolute nightmare? I played this I game, so I came home one night. I think it was. After I got back from insomnia and I was pretty burnt out, um, I thought, man, I'm just going to sit on the computer, I'll switch off the Discord and all that, and I'm just going to play this game straight, flat out. And I played it for about six hours flat out. And I mean, I haven't got locked into a game like that for a long time where you sort of like just want to play it. All you're thinking about is going to sleep at night and thinking about that game. You know, when you know when you really get a game you love. And Sounds like addiction to me, mate. Sorry, said it again. <laughs> Sounds like addiction to me. Yeah, it does. I'm not doubting that. Um, but guess what happened? In Divinity, it has auto saves all the time, but you can also save the game at any point. So on them type of games, you always save it when you think you're at a nice area in case something bad happens in the next area. And so I must have had 30 saves on my saves game list. Anyway, so I played it from about. Six o'clock in the afternoon, all the way through to like twelve one, and uh, it kept saving and saving and saving. So then I thought, right, I need to get off of here now. It's bedtime. So what I'll do is, what I do on my other games is I delete all the saves, and then I save the last one for my uh, save. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's shaking his head on cam, people. So yeah, I. I, I know you. So I thought I'd do that. So I had 30 saves on there or something stupid. So I'm like, delete, enter, delete, enter, delete, enter, delete, enter. And they're just disappearing up the list. So it gets to like, normally, I would leave myself like two or three just in case something was to go wrong. Yeah. So what happens is I'm pressing delete, enter, delete, enter, delete, enter. They're going up the list. It goes all the way to the top, even though I stopped pressing the button. Yeah, it went all the way to the top of the list. And it deleted my game. And then the game just crashed. And I was like, did that just really happen? Like, oh, well, I remember you doing this. Yeah, six hours or so like, into oh the... Oh my god, I can't believe this has just happened. Six... <laughs> and in a game like that, that kills you. Yeah, six hours into the game, uh, I was it's pretty much through the whole first area. My characters were doing amazing because I'd put so much effort into them characters. And I'd put so much into making them characters perfect. And what happened was I was deleting it and it just... It just literally, it was it was almost like I pressed the delete button and I twitched the game off like it was an exit button. And then I loaded okay, it up. I'll, I'll give you one that was good. I don't know what game I was playing, but you know how the saves are listed from like the last save you did all the way down to the previous saves? Mm. And they save it in a list like with the uh, uh, the, the last save is at the top and then the older saves. And you deleted the wrong way around. Yeah, because what happened was the order was <laughs> reversed. The order was reversed and I didn't realize it. And I start deleting like five of them, and I go, 
oh man, you got to be kidding me. I start looking at the date and the time. I'm like, oh no. That's nothing. On Fallout 4, that's the worst one I've ever come across. Fallout 4, do you know anything about Steam family sharing? A little. Yeah, so, a little bit. So all of us can have ten pe- or five to ten people. I think it's five or ten, I don't know. But all of us can have five people we share our libraries with, yeah? And mm-hmm. then five people can play each other's games when the others aren't online. So when Fallout 4 came out, um, I bought the game. Matt, Irish Guardian, bought the game. Uh, Trev, I think, bought the game and someone else. And us four... You said Fallout 4? You mean Fallout 76? Nah, Fallout 4 this was on. No, it wasn't me then, mate, no. Was it not you? It was someone else. I then. bought I bought seventy six, not four. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, but it, it might even be Fallout three. It was Fallout three or Fallout four. Anyway, it was the older one, and it was when Steam sharing had come out a couple of months before, and basically we was all set up and we thought that's amazing. We trust each other with passwords and stuff, so we're like, let's all share our games. Now, mind you, normally you'd play the game off of my account, but like say one of you guys, but because we already owned it, it was like it was in the shared list, but we already owned it. And that was the only game I've ever seen that actually does this. But what it would do is share the game, but it would cloud sync all of our saves. So, oh God. so I'm I'm well picky with Fallout because I love it. I've been playing a game for like a hundred hours or so, um, and then I'm Saturday morning. I wake up here, and I literally turn on Matt's stream, and I'm looking at his game, watching him on stream. And I'm like, man, he's got a well similar setup to me. The character <laughs> looks the same. The guns look the same. He's in the same area as me. And I was like, he looks like he's on my game. And then so instantly I get on stream. I'm like, Matt, like, what, what, what game are you playing? He says, I just loaded my last save up. So then I quickly jump on the game, yeah? And he jumps on. And what it does is, the first game ever, I don't know if it was a bug or what, but it literally had all of our saves in all of our lists. Even though we didn't want to share it with each other, we just owned the game, but we were sharing libraries. So it would have Nick's last save, Matt's last save, Nick's last game, Matt's last game, Trev's last game. And obviously, what's the first thing you do when you load up the game? You just go to the last save, don't you, and click it. Right, right. So what he actually done is, he went into my game, and he sold all my weapons that I'd been collecting for ages. <laughs> And then, <laughs> oh mate, which was an absolute nightmare, man. Um, but luckily, I went back just before that, and there was still one there. But then we tried to figure it out, and we ended up away. We took our Steam libraries off, and because we did, we don't know much. I'm well picky over my Fallout, man. I don't want people playing my Fallout save, which was mad. No, I'm picky over guns as well. Yes, <laughs> I must have been wounded. Yeah, but, um, good loot. But I might say with Divinity Original Sin, um, it's a, the game's a little bit pricey. I think it was about twenty quid, but I. More it's, than an. Go on. I'm sorry. I was gonna say it's like 44 on Steam right now. Dollars, <laughs> US dollars. Is it really? Yeah. yeah well, that's because the definitive edition, edition, right? So they they make it. They make if it wasn't the definitive edition, I'm sure the price would. Maybe I bought it on a Steam sale for 20 then. Because I, I wouldn't have paid 40 quid for it. I know that. Like not because it's yeah. not worth it. Because it is a really really good game. If you like them sort of role play games, then yeah, it's worth it, paying for it. But a game like that. Everybody knows you're not going to pay full price for it. You're going to get it on a 
sale. Yeah, wait for the sale, right. Yeah. Luckily, since I already owned the game before so, the Definitive Edition, they just gave it to me. So, so in the UK, the Divinity Edition, uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition is twenty nine ninety nine. Um, I got it on the sale for 20 quid, so 10 quid off, that was a bonus. Um, yeah, and I'll tell you, summer's, summer's upon us, so there's going to be big sales on across all the uh, oh, when all is the, the Steam uh, companies. sale? The Steam sale? July, I think the end July? of July. July 26th, I think. Oh, man. Or, the, last, the last few sales for the last like year or so... They're not be very good. Crap. No, no, so I hope they... They have to, because they've got so much competition with Epic and right. other launchers that they really have to... If they're going to stick to the 30% cut, I don't think that'll last. Well, I've already read some articles... I've read some articles that there's going to be all out war going on. Steam's going to do their sale, Origin, Epic, oh, and others. Us, They're mate. all going to be bad. Oh, oh I know. I know. Why, 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 class for us. why can't AMD and bloody NVIDIA do the same? <laughs> Come on! Because they don't sell $60 cards. $50 cards. Can you imagine going on CDKeys.com? Hmm, what can I get a 2080 Ti for? Oh, okay. Oh, man, I love CDKeys. Do you know what I hate? is when you see a card. Brilliant, isn't it? You see a card that's cheap, and then it's like, yeah, but the postage and packaging is two hundred pound. Yeah, and, I, and and then even then you don't trust it, man. You'll know better yourself, Nick, because of the industry you work in, really. Like yes. Deliveries and postage and things like that. That that you can't hundred. Usually, you can't be hundred percent proven with these things, especially when it's dodgy sites online. You know, you are. It's up to you. you you're you're liable for the postage and the the custom fees and all that. And I've yeah. been stung before. I ordered a Doctor Disrespect T-shirt. Right, thank you. Double the price. Not, not one of my finer moments. I ordered that, <laughs> and I thought, I thought, yeah, that's like what twenty five dollars, whatever. Yeah, that's that's pretty cheap for me. And I thought, nah, I won't get hit with customs, man. It's like you know, it's cheap. And yeah, I, I get hit with will. like half that again. And it turns out that it's like anything over like twelve quid, fifteen quid, or something can be stung. I've had exactly customs. the same. Exactly the same. Yeah, I was like oh, a twenty five dollar t shirt. It's about sixty so... quid by the time I got it. So yeah. if we're addicted to games, do we go talk to Doctor Disrespect? I heard it was going to be Doctor Nick. What I wanted to say though, as we was on the subject and you was talking about t-shirts, you just sparked me to remind uh, everybody. Oh yes, you're welcome. Yeah. I got a half price t-shirt. Smooth that was. Yeah. Um, one thing is, there's been a lot of people that have been asking about uh, Extreme PC UK merch and t-shirts, hats. Uh, so what we've done is, because we're so busy this end, um, and I don't really have the time to buy t-shirts, get them all sorted out, get them all sent off, and if there's the wrong sizes, get them returned, stuff like that. What me and Jansen decided to do is, we've now got a company called Redbubble. Now, if you go to that company, it's worldwide. Um, because they're such a big company, they do the t-shirts for a lot cheaper. Grey's actually got some. You use it all the time, Redbubble. The, the quality is pretty good. Not yep, only is the good. quality pretty good, the way it works is instead of us designing just a t-shirt, we design what we want on the t-shirt and then they then process that onto any item I want. So we've got things from tracksuit bottoms, t-shirts, wall clocks, bed linen, there's everything on there. <laughs> so you can stickers like for a quid. Um, so if you just I go... I can always see your t-shirts, man. Click on it and then it will, show, it will sound underneath 43 items for that one logo. Now let's right. talk about who made the very first purchase. Yeah, on that. so Gray's got one. Thank um, you. Thank you. What was the quality like? 
Quality was great. I, I previously had bought a Witcher 3 t-shirt and a, and a Row t-shirt, and the quality was just as good as those. So. Yeah, because... Sorry. Sorry. The way Redbubble works is, is it allows artists, instead of them having to do all their own t-shirts, it allows them to just upload their artworks, and then they allow them to put it onto anything they want, and that's the way it runs, basically. So... We what we're gonna do is at the moment you've only got our standard logo that we use for like um, at shows and stuff like that. So the normal pink Extreme PC UK uh, with the E, that's the logo that's on Redbubble at the moment. We will be uploading because they're T-shirts and like items. We will be in the process over the next month of putting on all different types. So if anybody's got an idea that they want to send in to us for a t-shirt, like Jansen said he's going to be doing like a caveman one, he might be doing like a futuristic one, he might be doing like an LED one. So it'll be all different types of Extreme PC UK logos, uh, not our official logo, but just like really good art, arty versions of it. If anyone's got an idea of what they want, like a space one or something like that, let us know, come into our Discord or email us and let us know what t-shirts you'd like to see because what we'll be doing is we'll be uploading more and more merch onto that site so people can then pick and choose what they want. And it'll just be really good for us as well because you can buy like 40 items from one picture. Can you imagine I'm walking down the street and then there's some girl walks past in Extreme PC UK leggings and it's like the whole leggings are covered in it. It would just be well funny. I'd like, it'd be amazing. Um, can, can I ask Gray a question about the t-shirts? If you don't mind me asking Gray, what did you mm-hmm. get stung for uh, like postage and customs and stuff like that? Um, but well, it's made here in the U.S., so I think it hit that bad. Oh, really? Oh, so yeah. so people in the U.K. when they order it, are they the ones getting stung? No, because the company's no, a worldwide company, it's massive. Ah, yeah, I don't think so you do, do mate. It. Does it look like it? The one you thing I will okay. say, they probably have distributors around the world. So yeah, the know. one thing I will say is normally when you use these companies, they're all like small companies. This company is massive. They're their profits they probably make from these t-shirts are probably very, very small because they actually send a profit back to me for each t-shirt as well, like a couple of quid out of each shirt. So it's like, instead of me having to do the hard... Yeah, a couple of quid out of each shirt. You have no laugh. Yeah, it's probably less than that. But the thing is, I'm not doing it to make money. I'm doing it so that the community can have our merch, like, you know. So it's not about the money for me. Um, But... That's why we want to get loads of different stuff up on there so people can do it. But the thing I was going to say is the T-shirts you can buy are all different qualities. So you can go from a £14 T-shirt up to like a £60 T-shirt, I think. Like you can go, they've got all different fitting ones. You've got V-necks, open necks, you've got vests, you've got like baggy T-shirts, you've got slim fit. You can go in there and you can check every single different thing you want. You get phone cases, laptop skins. There's, there's loads of stuff. Like, people out there that are listening, these lot are actually on camera to me at the moment. I can see all their faces going through all the items. What What is your view of what you lot are looking I, at right now? I uh, only um, see your T-shirt, man. I swear to God. Uh, I'm, I'm going getting me a travel mug. That's what I'm saying. A travel I, mug. I'm not being an idea. You get an iPhone case. You know, um, I'll tell you what. If anyone does buy anything off there, I would really love for you to come in Discord and just put pictures of your items that you've got. Um, oh, I see stuff of you either wearing 20 it. Twenty quid for a bag. Twenty quid for one of those, like you know, Apple S type bags that you get with the two double straw things. I mean, a drawstring. Tra- You're drawstring. talking about oh, string, yeah. Like the night, quid. like the night bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll see, I want to, I want to know if they can put an extreme PC logo and then take that old picture that I posted and put it on the shirt too. <laughs> 
See what that would look like. A laptop sleeve. Oh, <laughs> laptop. Oh, there's, you've no laptop sleeves, mate. Yeah, I did spot them. I like them. Oh, Nick. So there's everything on there. But the way that right. works is I design my logo to the shape of my logo, and then I individually fit that to every single... There's about 50 products that are not even on there that are switched off, which I could Ooh. switch on, um, because there's some things like curtains that people just ain't going to buy, so... I can't see oh, any. I, see hey, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have me a set of Extreme PC UK curtains. Nine pound thirty-three for a notepad. Yeah. Wow. It's an expensive notepad, bud. Well, you uh, don't have to, Trev. You don't have to buy the notepad. <laughs> uh, the t-shirt's brilliant value. It's like four. No, the shirt's great. The shirt. Oh, I would, the shirt and the hats. Trev's like great. bloody yeah. hell, mate. That's that much. Bloody hell, this is that much. I, I'm, 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 <laughs> It runs in the nation's blood, man. What um, can I say? No, what I'd say is, is some things on there are cheap, some things are in the middle, and some are expensive. So, you know, have a look on there. Let us know your feedback, um, and we'll go from there with it. But there will be more if if you if you're somebody that wants to buy some Extreme PC UK like items. Um, the basic logo's up there now, but there will be a lot of crazy-looking proper, like proper full-size T-shirts. There'll be some which are just all patterns of ours and stuff like that. So keep an eye on on the actual thing. You can actually go to our page by I think the link is um, Redbubble forward slash Extreme PC UK, um, and then it will come up. So yeah, I just wanted to put that in there because I forgot to say at the beginning. Um, yeah, buy our stuff, man. Good to see someone at a show or something walking around in my T-shirt that I didn't give them. <laughs> but, um, walk I walk we, around we, it every day. We're not getting a free T-shirt, and, and we and we help Nick do this. So come on, man! You, you're definitely going to have to get your uh, your your wallet out for this, man. I want to know. I want to know when we get the Extreme PC UK boxer shorts. Uh, oh, probably, probably could do that. <laughs> extreme right across the front of it, man. PC on one cheek and UK on the other. <laughs> the problem is you can't see it. You'll never be able to see it unless you drop your pants everywhere. And then they can wow. wow. <laughs> Anywho. Right. Next. But yeah, that's stuff. Um, right, we're going to move on to the questions because even though there's only two games, we've got loads of questions today, man. And... Uh, it's going to take a bit to get through these questions. So um, what we'll do is, the way I normally do it is, I'll read out the question and then we'll have a little discussion about it uh, yeah. and we'll go from there, yeah? Cool. Sure. Oh, right. wait, wait a minute. Did Grey actually talk? How much did Rage 2 did actually talk about? We didn't even talk about Rage 2 yet, did we? No. no. <laughs> I'm waiting because you're the leader here. Just me Grey, there, just going to say. Grey, could you imagine all of the people listening right now would be like, but you said Rage 2 later. Right. Uh, Take it away, sorry people. Okay, Rage 2. Uh, I played the game when it came out. Of course, I pre-bought was the, it good? Uh, the edition. Uh, it's been great. I've been playing cool. it for two Cool, questions. Weeks and... Right, next. Um... Sorry, <laughs> 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 cool. sorry, Grant, just messing around. <laughs> That's okay. Well, it's kind of like what, what Nick was saying before. When you're into a good game where you just like you can't wait to get back to it and I'm not addicted... Um, that I just this, that's one of these times. I mean, I'm always wanting to get back and play it. I've been putting a lot of hours into it. It's a lot of fun. If, if any of you out there have ever played uh, the new Doom, Doom 2016, uh, of course, it's made by them as well as Avalanche that made the games like Mad Max. So they kind of combined the two together. Uh, Trev had pointed out it's on the Apex engine, but uh, it looks really good. The, the graphics are great. The action is just flat out fun. I mean, all kinds of things you can do with all different types of weapons. You don't get all the weapons right away either. You have to go through looking for arcs 
And as you go through the arcs and eliminate em enemies, you get more weapons, more talents. Is there a lot the of only... weapons? There's, there's about nine different weapons. And on top of that, some of the weapons do different things. And uh, you can upgrade, upgrade them five well. levels on every weapon. When you upgrade the five uh, levels, are they specific, like, do you get to have different sections of upgrades? Or is it pretty much across the board, it's like, it just powers up a bit? Or do you actually see physical changes? Uh, you don't see physical changes, but you do see a lot of power-ups, like maybe uh, rapid fire or explosive abilities or right. uh, or larger uh, capacities or uh, mastery or a return of ammo when you use it when you get to the master point. I mean, there's a lot of things that are upgraded in the game, a lot of things. You upgrade, you upgrade your weapons, you upgrade yourself, you upgrade your car, you upgrade well, you your abilities. Upgrade I was about I mean, to say that as well. <laughs> <laughs> But then again, I don't need to upgrade I mean, myself. I'm already perfect. Oh, well, literally, that, that. That, but that is kind of like how the game works. The only knock, only knock I have against the game is that there are so many different things that you collect through the games, and each thing is different. So in other words, there's like six different things that you have to collect or do that applies to all the upgrades. A little confusing because it really should have been like maybe three things. So you, you have to keep track of like six different things because this one does that, and this one upgrades that, but this one upgrades that, and that one upgrades this. And it's kind of like, eh, but that's the only knock I have against the game otherwise. You think they should have done it where it's like one collection of items and then you can upgrade what you want with that power? Like yeah, that, I, that... exactly. I don't I don't mind the fact that I'm looking for a couple different things. Fine, but not six. I mean, you know, but whatever. <laughs> you know, I got used to it. But as you upgrade the powers, it's a lot of fun. I will say one thing, though, people that play the game, kind of pick what your play style more or less is going to be and look for the upgrades that you really want and go straight away on those upgrades. Because if you try to upgrade everything evenly... It is. It isn't going to work for you, man. You're not going to be upgraded enough. You're going to die a lot. You got to sit there and just kind of pick certain things. That so you have to favorites. select where, you, which route you're going to go down, and then go with that. Exactly. But but tell us about but, Danny Dyer when you get sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's a good one too. There's a voice pack in there where they have two different guys that narrate as you play, and one of them is Danny Dyer, and that's uh, some of the vulgar language I can't use right now. But when you listen to him and he makes a comment and everything you do, it's hilarious. Does he swear? I thought you just said. Oh, oh no, no, no! You, no, should, no, you no. should be using overdrive, you mug. Yeah, that was that was the that was that was the polite one. Oh. <laughs> he does he does a lot of other ones that are uh, that are like. There's a couple that, times in games that I, you pay extra for that, dude. Or is uh, it I believe it, one of those cheat things. I believe the voice pack is included in the game, but none of the other special cheats See, are. Those come later. D Deluxe or normal? I thought. Uh, no, normal. I think normal okay. you get the voice pack, but that's I've, all. Deluxe, thought, you get a couple other things. I thought with the Danny Dyer voice pack, um, it sounded good in that, but... It did. It was great. It was yeah, hilarious. but it was too repetitive with the same words. Yeah, he didn't uh, did, enough. That's what it I was. I was watching you stream no, I, it. I was watching you stream right. it, Gray, and one thing that sort of bugged me a little bit was every time he says something, it's a automatic trigger from something you've done. So... True. He'd say something Nothing like, see you, you mug. And then it, two seconds later, it, you'd do something like, see you, you mug. It was, it like, was, it, it was, it, a, it was robotic rather than food. Yeah, it wasn't right, like right. he I, was I, saying it at someone. It was more like someone It was someone just pressing a button, if you know what I mean. I agree. I, I would it like went a bit Christian on us. So, <laughs> dog. That's so, fun. <laughs> That's so, so funny. I forgot that. Dog. Dog. Bike. Sorry, Look, Christian. Since, since Dyer was so funny, you were right. I would love to see more dialogue because he could have said a lot of different things. And then there is only one one thing he does say that it's really annoying. When you have overdrive, overdrive is only good using it when you're in a pack of enemies and you, and you need to overdrive? Fall out. 
for those that That's me on a Friday night with a missus. Overdrive is like superpowering yourself for about 15 seconds, but the problem Exactly, that's what I said. Yeah, thanks. That's about 10 seconds too long, mate. It only takes him 15 seconds, I'm like, you know. But, uh... Oh, God. But anyway, Dyer sits there and goes, you, use, you you got overdrive, use it, you mug. And he says that like over and over every five seconds. And I'm, I'm sitting there during the stream going, stop. I haven't got any enemies to use the overdrive. Leave me alone. <laughs> is there uh, other voice packs apart from that? Man? Yes, the second characters? one is a, is a guy like he's a NBA. It's got to be a Duke Nukem in there. No, 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 no. This oh, guy's like an ex-NBA announcer. So he uses this NBA announcing voice, you know, okay. basketball league voice. And says, hey, that's great. Oh, like, and then cheering is going on and stuff. It's not bad. Dyer's better, but it's not bad. Is it just two? Just the two on the voice packs. Oh, yeah. what? <laughs> I'd love to see you come up with that. There's the guy, and he's like, look, we need to get some voiceovers. Like, right, we need something really different. What should we get? Uh, what about that guy from London, Danny Dyer? Yeah, that's pretty cool. What about that basketball guy? What? Random. I'll, 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 do, I'll do voices, voiceovers for the man. That'll be hilarious. I'd have Michael Jackson. I would love that. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I no. no fool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick Nick's voice and put it in the game. No. Well, he kind of sounds a bit like Danny Dyer. I was going to say, that's thing. just the same thing. So, you know. See you, you mug. <laughs> <laughs> we can't see another version of that. Yeah, like I can't that. say it. We do have, I do have a yeah, version that yeah, yeah. regularly anyone that's not remotely from London makes me just do voiceovers of certain words. <laughs> uh, personally, um, I, my accent, I don't think it's that strong. Of course you don't. You're from that neck of the woods, man. <laughs> well, that, that depends, though. Other parts of England, you got thicker accents. So yours I'm is not even from thick. East London. I'm from West London. Yeah, whatever. One of those Londons. <laughs> it's all the same thing to Grey. Cut the accents from, uh, from the East End. Man, it's all, West. you know, geezer, innit? it? But I can't still do it, geezer, can't I? I'll come around here, I'll cut your face. Well, hey, wait, they call Danny <laughs> Dyer in the game, he's Diamond Geezer. <laughs> diamond Geezer. He's a Diamond yeah. Geezer. You're pretty good That's right. It? And he talks kind of like that, yeah. You got it. <laughs> That's how me and Jackson so, series yeah, talk it's, together. It's, it's well, like, you're right, geezer? Like, geezer? I'm a right geezer. Are you right, geezer? I'll say I'm a right geezer. He's undercarried, doesn't he? <laughs> anyway, uh, so Everybody's going to be like, what was that? Um, so uh, you, you enjoy Rage 2 then, basically, mate? Uh, have you got, it is so much fun. Does that game you've got so much fun. future DLC, or is that different? Is that yeah, it includes, uh, I think, one DLC. Not, they're already planning on doing two, but it's going to come with the one. Big uh, open world. going to be a second one. Yeah, the, the uh, world is pretty big. Uh, uh, you know, because, not as big as some worlds, but big. Because, Gray, we've got a ton of questions to do as well. Um we can mention really, really briefly the Wolfenstein game that we're going to be playing. And oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I need to thank Gray in advance due to personal circumstances and all that. Uh, but I'll let you tell them about the grandfather or body right, well, system, you call it. Yep. The new game is obviously Wolfenstein Youngblood. And the basic story is that uh, Blakowitz, Black, 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 whatever his name is. Blaskovich. Blaskovich has twin daughters, which carry, and they carry on for him because he's getting to be an old guy. And these twin daughters decide to take this, to take it forward from here and get rid of the Nazis in Paris. I think they're working at it. But the unique thing that they're doing in this particular one is that they're going to have a buddy system. So basically, if you buy, like, if I buy the game or whatever, and I want to have a buddy, Trev's going to be my buddy. That's the plan. And then he's your buddy, guy. (laughs) Can you change your buddy? In game with me, and he's going to play one of the twins, and I play the other twin. 
and we both go through the game together. I thought that was pretty cool. When I heard that, I was going like, whoa. So what I want to try to do for you fans out there that might be interesting is when that game comes out, it won't be till July 26th. I Can think. you change your body? Um, good question. I don't I don't know. I think All so. Right. I think so. Just not time. Uh, it's not jo- cool. Jog on, mate. Jog on, mate. I, I love Wolfenstein, <laughs> and Grace gave me a shout, so cheery bye. <laughs> no, 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 you got no chance, mate. By then, Trev won't be on the podcast anymore. What I want to try to do for people out there that might think and find it interesting is I want to see if we can co-stream. So where Trev is streaming and I'm streaming, and they can switch back and forth. And that way they yeah. can watch each. Uh, with, you know. We've not heard yeah. anything about that recently, about it. But I don't the know squ- if you lot have heard of it, the new multi-stream coming in. You've got new squad huh? streaming. Um, yeah, at the moment, be, it's only for... Partners, partners, yeah. So, but apparently, to... it's coming down to affiliates. What's the difference between squad and multi-stream? They sound the same to me, mate. No, there must so be some multi-stream yeah, is what yeah. me and you do, where we are like multi-cam, where we've got two or three of us on a camera and we're all no, on no. live stream. No, yeah. I've seen, I've seen non-partners do it before, mate. Multi, you have two videos in the one screen, and then you choose which chat you want. It's like the top. Half yeah, yeah, that's is nothing to do with Twitch. That's just um, a thing called multi-stream. Oh, it's a third-party thing. So Sorry, basically, but, you yeah. go to is it multi-stream.tv, and then you put forward slash uh, say extreme PC UK so forward just, slash uh, Trev Trev. And this is Twitch's own version of it, basically. Yeah, but no, no, it's totally different. So on that multi-stream, on that uh, on that one. It's basically you can put as many streams as you want and it will have them all on the same page and then you've got tabs to switch from the different chats. So you can watch like right. two or three streams and you can talk to different people. They're not connected in any way. But the new thing that Twitch has just brought out for partners, which is coming down to affiliates, it's being tested right now, is a proper multi-stream. So what happens is uh, both of you are streaming on the same stream. Um, well, if they come out with it by the time the game does, that'd be great. Do, do you know how it would work, though, dude? Would it be? It's not. It wouldn't be the way we have it set up. Where we uh, have, like, I, two cams I can't remember because this was that. this was a month or two ago that I looked into it and all the details in it, but I can't remember. I, I, um, I bet you it'll be very similar to that current system. Just it's now, like a picture in picture. System. So your stream's small in the corner, his stream's there, and then it's, you can switch them. It'll be like that version that's out there now, but a bit more professional, but a bit the, more polished. The other thing it's it does is the other thing it does is it puts your chat and his chat together in one and it also counts Whoa. the numbers as two that's so, pretty cool so basically yeah. so oh, if, yeah, cool. so i multi-stream with say you three guys all of our numbers add up our chat is one so all of our communities chatting together so it brings all four groups together in one chat and then they get to switch between what cameras being watched yeah how does that work for followers and subs and stuff man that would be uh, I'm not sure on that if it's the person that's on the main screen or what, but the, I think the general we'll, way they've we'll tried to do it, the general way they tried to do it is that say, so say me, I stream with you three, then all of my Discord people that watch me will then be like, oh, they're they're streaming with him, I'll follow them as well. So it shares. See, the one problem I thought could come out of this, which I don't know how it works, is, is what if you get three partnered people and then you get one affiliate? That affiliate goes in, gets in. With say, I don't know, three thousand people, that could then potentially boost them to partner, and then you're going to get loads of people becoming partners through other people. They're so not going to allow that. I don't they're know how that's something. going to work because they're it's not potentially. Gonna, they can't see Twitch allowing that. They're going to yeah. They're going to do something. But we'll see. But that's one potential thing you could do. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, anyway, should we move on to the questions?
Yes. Sure. Right, I'll read the questions out and then we'll go from there. Uh, mixed bag of questions, but we do appreciate all the questions. If anyone's got any questions, send them into contact at extremepcuk.co.uk and we'll get you on next month's show. If you wanted a question and you wanted an answer instantly, go on Discord just to ask us and say you want the answer and we'll tell you the answer then. Um, right, first question is from King Bob 182 and he says, <laughs> question for the pod, but mainly for Nick. Me and my wife are expecting <laughs> twins. How did having kids impact your gaming time? Firstly, kids. massive congratulations on the twins, man. Um, you'll have to keep us updated with like some images or something. Let us know, let us know if they're boys or girls, if they're identical or not. It's all very exciting stuff for me because obviously I've been there, I've done it, and yeah, my experience is firstly, if you're having twins, dude, you need to get your house military run. Because one kid wakes up, he wakes up the other kid. Um, so basically, I would say, don't worry too much about keeping the house silent all the time. Let the kids get used to having a bit of noise around. Because otherwise, as soon as one does something, the other one does it. Um, for me, I had twin boys. At that point, I would have had a girl that was, when they were born, she would have probably been five. And when the twins got to one... I had another one. So I pretty much had it like it was triplets. Um, and so we was walking around with a triple pram every time. If we was to go out for the day, it pr- pretty much the whole day would be taken up with getting there, feeding all the kids, changing all their nappies, getting them all to sleep. Um, you need to stop. As soon as you finish doing all that <laughs> stuff, it becomes back to time to refeed them, rechange them. Um and the thing is, it does become really, really stressful as long as you, as a couple, work really well and you get your timing sorted out. Like me and my missus, I'd have one night, she'd have the next night and we'd rotate. Um, and then she'd agree, I'd, I'd do the work, she's at home, so she's going to do the stuff there, i go to work. As long as you've got a routine going on and you stick to that routine, uh, it'll all fit into place. It's If you haven't got a routine, then it'll probably be pretty hard. But everybody has their own way of dealing with things. I'm very r- routine-based, so... Um, yeah, but affecting my gaming time, when the twins were born, I would wait for them to sleep, I'd get a quick game in. Um, do you know what, I can't remember back to when the kids were really little, because I think when the kids were really little, that's when I was actually back to, I was playing Xbox now at the time, and I think it was pretty much watching TV, looking after the kids most of the time. Um, it wasn't until they got to like two or three where you started getting gaps where you was actually getting time to play computers. Um, yeah, well, when they're little, they sleep a lot. So you can, was that you not how they were that. created? Was it not? Was it not um, Borderlands? <laughs> you and your missus would play Borderlands. Yeah, so me and my missus, before the twins were here, Borderlands uh, and chill. I used to have a job which would give me enough money uh, every day to go out and have a piss up. So I spent basically a whole year every day going and doing my work that I was doing getting the cash going to the pub playing Borderlands eating pizza and we'd done that for a whole year me and my missus we purely partied um, and we had a wicked time and then when the twins came along my missus was like look my gaming days my partying days are over I'm now time for me to be a mum you carry on being a party animal going out doing your work playing computers and and you did and you do yeah and so we had a great agreement <laughs> and you made a company out of it yeah but so, you're lucky you had a chummy bugger you know that 
You've got Why? acoustic setup. Your missus putting up with all the madness and the chaos and the business and the gaming and the kids and the blah blah blah. Nice. Yeah, good but, but, uh, don't get me wrong, it's been it's hard. We've had, it, we've had major ups and major downs. But like We've been at breaking point. it works point. well as a couple, and it obviously does work well with you guys. Obviously, you have your moments, but for the yeah. most part, it does work, doesn't it? Yeah, King Bob, my my main bit of advice to you is is to, however low you get at some points, um, or however bad it can get with your relationship when you've got these twins and they're little, because you do get very tired and you do... what you, Like, to someone that's never had a kid... If I say to someone, look, you don't know how much sleep I did not get last night with the kids. They're like, yeah, I didn't get no sleep either. And I'm like, no, nah, this is next level. This is like to the point, imagine you're asleep. Someone wakes you up and then you're like, man, don't wake me up. You go back to sleep instantly. They wake you up again instantly. It's like that constantly. Um, as long as you and your missus can get along well and you can get a routine together and you've got it in you to just say like, look, like we're both pissed off. Let's just forget about this for a minute. We'll talk about it later on. It's all about you getting through it together. If you do that, then you'll probably be together forever after that because you don't get worse than being that tired and that Aww. stressed out. So my only advice to you is is don't worry about the gaming time. Throw that in the bin. <laughs> but <laughs> nah, it'll be fine. Just uh, It's all about communication looking after the kids and just working together as a team, basically. My missus would run up in the stairs in a minute and she'd be like, you didn't be working as no team with me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hopefully that helps you, King Bob. Let us know when they're born. Let us know how it goes. But uh, yeah, good times ahead for you, dude. Uh, obviously, any of you want to say anything about twins? None of you got twins or anything like that? Uh, no, no twins. Twins, Basil, twins. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> what age are your twins again, mate? Mine, mine are eight now. Eight, right. And they, are they the youngest of all your kids? Seven. Seven. All right. Oh, you've stopped then. Okay, that's seven years. Right, okay. We're cool. Yeah. No, that's fine. I think Go I'll stop now anyway. Well. We, we got a TV now. <laughs> 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 but, um, right, moving on to the next question. The next question is uh, from uh, one of our newer members of the community, but it's good to have you in, dude, especially in a bit of row, is from uh, Kaifnessman. And, yeah. and he says, and this is something that Trev, you might know uh, pose, from your job a bit more than me. Yeah. So basically, he says, I have a question on virus scans, free ones, paid ones, etc. Which to use, recommended for PC ownership, not hacking into the Pentagon and stuff like that, just everyday stuff. Um, so I say my little view before you kick in, Trev, because you're going to say it from a business yeah, background. Said, yeah, from my job was. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say it from an overall gaming and normal, and my view. Um, I believe that if you are a proper gamer and you've been on your computer for long enough to know that, like what's right, what's wrong, as long as you, when you download things, you scan them before you open them. Uh, with emails, stuff like that. If you've got the ability to know where it could look dodgy or not, which I can, uh, Trev, you probably know the difference as well. My personal PC, I don't have a virus scan on there. I only have Windows Defender, which is on there. And I try not to scan when I don't have to because the way I run my PC is I don't keep anything that's vulnerable to attack on there. So I don't buy off of there. I don't do stuff like that. Um, and main reason... This is from the old, olden days. What was the free virus software everyone used to get? 
Is it AVG? Uh, AVG, uh, that's the one. Exactly. But they're, the same, they're the same company now. Yeah. Avast bought AVG. Yeah, so basically, like, every computer I'd get would have AVG on it. And it was just so annoying because it's so resource-hungry. I've What turned me off of using virus protection is the fact that it slows down my computer a little bit, and I don't like that. And I don't like it keep trying to do scans in the background. That's annoying. And I don't like it keep downloading stuff. That's annoying. So for me, I don't use a virus protection because, and I, I've never really got a virus. If I do, I just blitz my computer. So because I can do that. But I would say uh, malware bytes is the best one I've ever used. It's the most, good one. Mm-hmm. the least resource hungry, and it finds the most stuff. Because what people don't realize is virus protection. All of them pick up different types of viruses. Um, they don't pick up everything. Some will be better at some things. Some are better at other stuff. Uh, some will scan more. Some will be more resource hungry. Personally, for me, like I said, I won't use one on my computer, but I'd advise that everybody else has one. I would say don't ever buy Norton Internet Security, which PC World will try and, like, they palm that off on you every time you buy a computer. Um, I find Norton gives you loads of pop-ups. It moves files around. It changes stuff. And I don't, I dislike it. I wouldn't use it. What about you, Trev? Very interesting question. Um, so the free ones, AVG have asked, they're, they're fine, whatever. Like if you want them on there, your machine, by all means, put them on. But if you've got a slow uh, well, machine, it will slow it down. Uh, yeah, there's there's background processes, processes and stuff. I wouldn't ever rock with nothing on your machine ever, personally. However... Um, I don't bother with the free antivirus now. I stick with Windows Defender because it's a lot better than it used to be. Yeah, but that's what I've got uh, running all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, I'm the it's same built, either. It's built in with Windows. Um, it's better than it used to be. It's not as memory intensive. Um, it's got. Uh, I don't know if it's got malware scanning built into it. I think it might do. However, on the malware side of things, um, I do rock malware bytes separately from time to time because malware is a bit different from your standard yeah. day-to-day viruses. So I would actually rock malware bytes and but, the Defender alone, personally. Uh, yeah, pause there one second, though. With the malware bytes as well, people need to realise you've got a paid version and you've got a free version. The paid yeah, version... the free one. The paid version will run all the time on your computer. It will have a little bit of resource it will use to, to keep running in the background. It will scan all your emails, it will scan for malware, it will scan everything you're doing on the computer live, and it will give you reports like weekly or monthly or however you set it up. Um, they used to have lifetime subscriptions for them, which you buy, buy it once, it would stay on that PC forever. Now it's an actual subscription, uh, like a yearly pay. Um, malware bytes I found to be the best one uh, yeah. for someone that's using the internet a lot and stuff like that. It, for all, it, for it, malware scanning it is, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um but then again, if you don't want to buy the free one, what I do is I do keep a copy of the uh, the sorry not the, the paid one. I do keep a copy of the free one, and if I ever download something, which is like say it's something potentially could have a dodgy something in it, it's from the internet. You know what it's like. You go on the internet, and they download all this crap. All I'll do is before you open it, as long as you don't open it, you're all right. Unless it's a serious, like really serious virus. You can right-click it and you can do scan it with the free version. It will scan that file for the malware um, and for like proper viruses and stuff. And then if it's clean, then the the, the virus, the, the malware pr- uh, protection, the malware bytes will close. Won't be using any resource anymore. And then you can open it. That's how I do it. Do you not do it like that, Trev? Um, 
I I don't have a copy like that like you do there. Although that makes sense. That's a cracking idea. Um, if you want to do that, um, I'm happy with the free version. I don't see the point in doing it all the time. It's just it's 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 over the top. I have the free version that I run maybe once a week or something to see what it picks up because malware isn't as serious as a virus in my opinion. Yeah. Malware's just a pain in the backside. Uh, viruses are a lot more serious. I will stay away from. Uh, Norton, McAfee, all that. I stay away from them, but I, they might be better at some things. And this is the one thing to emphasize. In my opinion, not one piece of antivirus on its own will pick up everything. If your computer's yeah. properly riddled and it's got a good amount of stuff on it, one piece of antivirus will never remove 100% of that. It's like one of these things will remove up to 99%. Usually, if you want to be 110% thorough and, and resource and money's no limit, you run one of the paid versions and one of the free versions together, you know, and you don't care. And you have the paid version of malware bytes. Um, See, the, o- should... the other thing mm-hmm. I'd say is as well, because um, we're talking as a whole here, like as gamers, <laughs> it doesn't bother us so much because a lot of gamers... I don't care if I get a virus on my machine, yeah, man, whatever, like, it, I'll just you? wipe it. Yeah, I have nothing valuable in there. If someone wants to hack yeah. into my camera, they'll see me and my kegs. If they want to uh, hack into my machine, they'll get nothing. There's nothing valuable there. Yeah. Um yeah. unless you get like one like a proper virus that goes into your files and starts crypting oh, things. Yeah. Um and then it goes onto your network and it jumps to somewhere else. Unless uh that happens, which is very unrealistic yeah, and then you you've got yeah. to actually blitz the whole computer. Um yeah. but as a general for people who use laptops and stuff, um Yeah, and then cafes and all that stuff, that's a you, point, man. You need to have some kind of safety protection. Yes. But then again, it's also a major problem for like your average laptop because you put a vast or you put like um, the other one on there, uh, the paid versions, and they pretty much wipe that computer out. Loading times become massive. Uh, scans get really annoying. Do you know how many laptops I get that come through my doors and people are like, it's really slow. I switch it on. It's like, oh, they put Norton on it. Norton's killed it. It's it's not just that Nick, like the point we just I mentioned a moment ago there as well. That 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 is a valid point, but it's also because it's a laptop, it's mobile, you're taking it from place to place, different yeah. Wi Fi connections, public Wi Fi connections. If you're the type of person that you work a lot from cafes, public Wi Fi and all that, maybe that's your, your business or whatever. For your ports then, open. Then put something decent on your machine. Because they're not protected public Wi Fi networks and you could get riddled that way. So definitely put something on then it's decent i would say yeah but yeah. overall always have something on always have something on yeah overall i'd say if you are just a gamer um and there's nothing valuable on your pc then go without one and just have a free scan if you don't want to pay for it uh if Use you're someone defender. if you're using a work computer you're using your computer at home which has got work related stuff on it or it's got important photos on it or it's got important documents on it then if you don't have one, always make sure you've got a backup of all of your images, everything on a separate hard drive or even in two different areas, one here and one somewhere else. Because there are viruses out there that one day what happens is you open an email um, and you think, oh, I wonder what that email is. You just click it. Oh, I don't know what that is. Delete it. And then you don't see nothing happen on your computer at that point. And then for a week, a very, very small trickle. Um, is actually running in the background. And what it does is, yeah. this is the worst virus, by the way, what it does is, and I don't know if it's been eradicated yet. I know it was massive a little while ago, but I haven't heard of it much. Um, and basically, what it does is, it, it slowly, it doesn't do it straight away because otherwise your computer would slow right down. So it needs you not to see 
the computer is being affected at all. So what it does is in the background, whilst you're playing your games and stuff like that, it very, very slowly over like the space of a week encrypts all your photos, all your files, everything. And when it encrypts it, it means it puts it into a secret sort of code, which we can't read. No one can decrypt it. So what happens is it will keep doing that. And it's also network bound. So it will jump from this computer through the network onto your server it will mess that up as well then it will jump from that server onto your other computer upstairs and it will mess that up as well and the problem with it is it will go through everything encrypting stuff and then when it gets to the last file that it encrypts it will then give you a lockup screen which is like a blue screen and it will say we've encrypted everything on your computer there is yeah. no way for you to get this undecrypted not all the pcs in the world could somewhere. do it ransomware i was going to say that yeah yep. and basically it will say we want five grand otherwise we can we're not going to decrypt it and then i actually heard um of a story of a police station in america always in america gray police yeah, station <laughs> that got this done to them and that because they had such sensitive information on criminals they had a massive ransom and they had to pay it and there was nothing they could do because obviously... Yeah, but there's no evidence that they're going to follow up and be true at their word. These people that are doing this. Well, you can risk that with, yeah, with see, a police station. Yeah, see, this is ransomware. This is people hacking a chance, yeah. and take pictures of you in your underwear or whatever. And then they'll say, right, we will... Or they'll, they'll scan your machine and they'll go, oh, you pay all these porn sites and stuff. And if you don't pay up this money, I'm going to release this on the internet and your loved ones. And people have actually taken their lives over that. Yeah. Oh, everybody gets them though. Everyone gets them them emails. Oh yeah, and you're like, go for it, man. Like whatever. Good <laughs> yeah, for you. No one's going to want to see this anyway. I, I would get that at work a lot. My, 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 my most recent job that I just recently finished up is with a university and you can find a lot of our stuff and the staff members online because it's a university. It's supposed to be like that. So you'll get uh, that's you'll get phishing through, phishing emails. That's yeah similar but not exactly the same similar to the ransomware side of things where it'll pull it from another staff member's email address and it'll look legit and it'll be like wow that's good and you'll it'll ask you to click on this link due to an important meeting and you're like and it'll be the head of school or something and you'll be like all right okay and you click on it and so we've got a separate machine that cordoned off so we can test this stuff but people send me emails all the time is this legit is this legit yeah nothing doubt you know but yeah, you, got, you got the ones haven't you that come through and they say oh we've been looking for your camera we hacked it and we've been yeah. watching you looking at this on They're the ransomware on the porn ones, yeah. sites and stuff like that yeah. so if anyone ever yeah. gets a video sent for email so, of me uh right. knocking one out that's because i told the guy to piss <laughs> off and he actually did do it so <laughs> ra ransomware and phishing is they're not the same thing they're similar no. one's looking yeah. for you to give answers and one's actually one's already on there one's yeah. something to give the answers to them yeah so wasn't it wasn't the NHS recently they got stung with a massive ransomware I swear it was the NHS but the thing is the major problem with them is is they can't they can't risk this information getting out there so they no, have to pay it you know? well, they will have the top end security, won't they? They have to. Yeah, but that's what we said about hacking. Like, do you know what? A few years back, I got into doing a bit of it, learning about it. I was very interesting. It was, Same uh, here, man. Same and here. I started going down a road, which it was a dark road at the end of it. But I wasn't doing it for any bad reason. I was doing it from being intrigued on how it works. And I started looking into all the sort of hacking, how it works, uh, and like backdoor entry, ports, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the backdoor entry, though, I have to say, 
Trev knows the more most about it. Um, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, and I had a load of friends around me that were like, "Look, this is this is getting a bit too much. You should just give up with this and stop doing it because it was like it potentially it is open up a can of worms." Um, and the thing about hacking, which people don't realise, is you're only as good as the next person. So the way it works, like you see all these security things, like you have my have my MI5, or you might have like this people and that people, but it's a battle of knowledge between one group and another group pushing backwards and forwards, if you know what I mean. So it's not something you ever want to get into because always someone knows more than you out there. Um, have you heard of ethical hacking? Yeah, uh, I actually know quite yeah. a few people that do it as big big jobs. I, I was beginning to study that. I, I went on to, to, to do a master's many years after finishing my degree thinking this could be cool. And I tried it for a couple of months and I had to stop, man. That was... That really? Was well, so I've intense. built a couple of computers. So intense. I've done a couple of computers and a couple of upgrades for a few people that do ethical hacking. It's fascinating, though. It's but fascinating. they do it for you big companies. But they do yeah, it for, like, good. Tesco's and things like that. And what yeah, they do is... And, and, and the government. Yeah, and mind. what what it is, people, is they get paid for every security flaw they find. So they'll hack into, like, say, Tesco's. Um, and if they can do anything to their website, then they then go back to Tesco's and say, look, I've found this, this, this and this fault. You need to patch these right now. And then they get major payouts for doing that um, yeah, and with full well permission. Paid. They sign it off to say that they're allowed to do it. And that's how they do it. But I actually have built a couple of computers for people where they need to run. You know, like you see in films, they're like, we're going to try and break the code. And then they like press a few keys and then the screen just starts reeling off millions of like passwords. I've actually built a couple of computers that need some like water cooling on the graphics cards because they're using multiple graphics cards to run password cracking. Um, oh yeah, oh, which yeah. is well interesting stuff. It's like going back to the eighties and that game. That what's that? Uh, what's that film? War something. War games. War War games. games. <laughs> it's like that where he picks up the phone. <laughs> Do you want to play a game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So overall, uh, basically, yeah, just. If, if you're really worried about personal stuff, then get one. Um, otherwise, just go for a freebie one. You've got Windows Defender on there any, oh, and just let it, let it do the scans and I'd say chill out, ain't it? Yeah. Um, Cavenessman yeah. actually had another question as well. Is um, it part of the same thing? It's, no, it's a, sec, it's a separate section. He sent another question a week later, so I just yeah. added them in. Oh, okay, um, good, good. And his other question was, what what's the worst disaster on a PC build or a problem have we all come across? Oh, well, that's for you to answer, I think, there, to be fair, because you do it a lot. I've only built a few machines in my time. But you not ever had a like, major problem or something like that? No, at, at work, it's not something... We, we're not technicians, so we don't deal with much physical hardware repairage. Um, but in terms of build more machines, I've only... Oh, well, 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 okay, maybe something small there. Uh, my first ever PC that I built uh, was 18. I blew a £300 motherboard. How did you was, do it? I that the I I can't remember actually I don't know what caused it I I just heard a a a bang and a little bit of smoke and uh, I, <laughs> I was like three hundred pound gone and then so immediately this was some inheritance money from my gran so I was like right I'm going straight back down to Silicon Valley I'm sure they had that all over the UK at one point they've gone now and I went in there and I I, I went to buy another one and I went down with my girlfriend at the time then and she's like. You spend another three hundred pound on a graphics uh, a motherboard. I was like, yeah, everything goes in it. I need to. She's like, you don't want to buy me a nice dress or something with that. I was like, 
No, not really, no. <laughs> we ain't got the motherboard. Hold on, we're talking about gaming addicts here. I can't plug a, uh, a graphics card into a nice dress, love, sorry. That's it, that's it. Nah, I treated her to dinner. But, um, yeah, and no, of course, of course, that was that was horrible. He treated her so, to dinner, but she was sitting on her own whilst he was fixing the motherboard. <laughs> that was a Burger King. Go have one. Yeah, take away. Uh, but, yeah, no, that, that's, that's my experience there, but that's that's the, the worst that's ever got for me. Grey, what's your, what's your worst experience PC building? I don't think I've had anything like that bad. I mean, I remember one time I I did like wipe half my hard drive out. Really? Uh, not realizing what? It, yeah, I was I was trying to delete a bunch of stuff and then deleted the wrong things and the wrong partition. Like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> well, and then I realized it. And then at that time, I realized I hadn't backed it up. So like, uh oh, that was in my early days. I don't do crap like that anymore. <laughs> hmm. I hope not. See, what, no, no. what about you, donkey? No, not really. I've never really uh, built or anything. So the only major issues I've ever had is spilling coffee on a work laptop. Oh right, that went down Ooh, really yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, at least it weren't your laptop, you though. Uh, me? No, it was all right, really. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then you and then you returned it right away and said, "Yes, it doesn't work." Yeah, basically. Like... <laughs> for, for me, so I'll be totally honest. For me, the worst things we've done, I'm not going to say because that's what stays behind the PC closed doors. Uh, but me and Jansen, we've had our fair share of uh, messing up our own computers every now and then. But that's how I believe you learn. You learn by your mistakes. But my example is going to be the eight-year-old Nick from back in the day with the Amstrad. Uh, was it the Amstrad? Nick. Eight-year-old Nick, yeah. Jesus. So back in the yeah, day, this is going back to, to when I was uh, little and I was first the, the baby PC builder. Uh, from a long time ago. Um, basically, I had an. It was in. I don't. I'm not a hundred percent sure. So, like, don't all write in saying that's wrong because of this, that, and the other. Um, because I'm gonna do it because it's a long time ago, and I'm you gonna say it very vaguely. But basically, I'm sh- I don't know if it was. It wasn't an Amstrad actually. I don't think. But it was back in them days. I had a PC, and I remember playing Transport Tycoon on there, and. I think it was a 33 megahertz CPU. Someone could probably check that. Like, it was a long time ago, and that's just a rough guess. Um, and basically what happened was, I was asking my dad to upgrade it, because I used to play games, and they were like robotic. Like So it was like proper jumping an inch every time the train was going across the screen. It was like, must have been like 5, 10 frames a second, because my PC couldn't run the games, but I'd still play all the games. And... Uh, so I spoke to my dad, and he's like, I've got a computer guy at work. He can put a new processor in there for you. Um, and I remember I was waiting months for this guy. The processor was just there in a box. And if I knew what I knew now, I could have just put it in. It was literally just take it out of the box, put it in, take the other one out. And basically, I got so impatient with waiting for my dad to get this processor put into this machine by his mate that I started desperately trying to look of ways to make the computer faster. So I'm looking all around the computer, and I get to the back of the machine, and there's a big power button on off, and then there's a big red power button underneath it, with like a slide. <laughs> I can see Trev wiping his eyes like, oh, no, he didn't. No, no, I've just got back my headache. All oh, right. So anyway, as you'll all know, on the old power supplies from years ago, you had the different powers, current uh, currencies, currents or whatever, from USA to here. So you had to put it on here or there. Uh, I think one's 240 and one's whatever, innit? Like, 
Anyway. 120, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I'm thinking, I wonder if that button is like an, an overpower button to make it go faster. <laughs> so I look at it, yeah. I'm in my bedroom on my own. I look at it and I'm like, man, this game's so, it's so choppy. So I look at it for days and then I just think, I'm just going to do it. This piece, this CPU's not getting done, so I need to turn this up. So I'm playing a computer. I go around the back. I switch the switch. Instantly, it just goes pop. Like like a little burst of flame comes out of it. And There's it no just... There's voltage protection built in in those it days. Just, it was just like, poom! And just yeah. puff of smoke comes out of it. I'm like, oh my God. I have to go downstairs and tell my dad something's happened. I go downstairs. I'm like, computer just exploded. He's like, what do you mean a computer just exploded? <laughs> I was like, I was playing my game. And it just went bang. Puff of smoke came out the back of it. <laughs> I never told him to this day that it was like... I switched the big red switch and blew it up. Where I changed the, oh, the power man. over. But like, originally... The thing is, that's the way I find you need to learn. You need to play with these things to learn. And if you break it, you need to learn by your mistakes. That's bloody expensive mistakes. You don't often get cheap mistakes when it comes to that sort of thing. Put it this Nowadays, way. you don't have to worry about that. You just kind of read. And I'm not going to say any stories, but like, obviously, I build a lot of PCs. Jansen builds a lot of PCs with me. And we've made some silly mistakes before, which have cost us to have to replace things, which has been well funny. Um, and they're legendary stories now, which we just find are hilarious. I'm not going to go into any of them. Because a lot of the time it's on personal stuff. It's sometimes not even to do with PCs. Just to do with general things that we're working on like projects. And you know like I said before. I used to be a car mechanic. Like uh, I've got all my skills in that. And prime example. One day I'm under the ramp. The car's up in the air. The engine's running. I'm doing some kind of test on it. And I remember looking up at the gearbox and going. There's something moving up there. There's a little hole in the bottom of the gearbox. Uh, and for some reason, even though I know what it's for there, I know it's to let the dust out and stuff like that uh, from the clutch and stuff. And I know the car's running, so the flywheel's going around a million miles per hour. So what do I do? I put my finger in it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, instant regret. Like, I don't know why I did it. I looked at it, saw it moving. I was like, I wonder what it's moving. Put my finger up. Pump. Nail. It was like a puff of smoke. Do you know what? It was gone. My nail went so fast, yeah, that I didn't even know it had gone. I looked at my hand. I was like, whoa, that made a funny noise. Looked at my hand. I was like, wow, one of my nails is missing. <laughs> it literally just ripped it clean out instantly. Surely surely that was painful as hell. No, because when something like that happens, it actually goes numb. Uh, and then the pain kicks in. After it, the pain yeah, did, after I didn't that. get no pain until like a day later when my nail was all blue. All the edges were blue. It ripped the whole bed out and everything. That's why I only have nine fingers now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the wow. worst one for me. Um, right, let's move on to the next question. Hope that answered that question for you. Um, the next one is from Danger Demon. Good question, Danger Demon. It's good to see you at the shows and stuff. Uh, he says, okay, so Logitech have just shown their new G502 gaming mouse, which is wireless. Uh, what do people think uh, about wireless for gaming or stick? With the cable, hold on. I'm reading this all like all skew with. He said, <laughs> "What do people think for?" It just says, "What do people think for wireless or stick with the cable mouse for no lag?" Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, uh, do you go for a wireless one or just stick with a cabled one for no lag? So I'll go really quickly first to that one. Um, if you'd asked me that 
like a couple of years ago, I would have said wired any day of the week if you're any any sort of competitive player slightly. Um, now though, however, the the distance that it's, it's wireless and wired is very very minimal now compared to what it used to be. Wire wireless is actually at the point where it's more or less on par with wired now. That genuinely is from from uh, things you read online, new products that are coming out, new wireless technologies. Um, if again, still because, uh, well, with the exception of Donkey, he's a he's a young lad, but the rest of us have been round the block a few times. Uh, it's built into our brain. We we play games, uh, love games, and we always go wired. I think I think they speak for at least majority, probably all of us. That's what we know. But if someone wanted to go wireless and they get a good enough wireless mouse or keyboard, uh, and that's what they want, or maybe that's all they can use. Then I think Corsair as well make a, a good range of new wireless mice that are cracking. Then go for it. Yeah, Careful. I've been using I've been using wireless mice for gaming for probably a good four years now. At least. Does it annoy you when the battery run out? Um, Mid game. No, okay. the the battery. It, no, because usually the software. Is that why you keep Buddy dying in Ring of Elysium all the time? Why don't you playing five minutes with these new batteries and they've run out? <laughs> no, usually software tell you well in advance, and you can change the battery. But actually, the newer one, like the one I have now, the, the flat charges from the map. You just charge it, yeah. Do what my missus so, does. Go to IKEA or Poundland, buy 500 batteries for a pound, and then replace them every 20 seconds. Sure, because <laughs> that's well annoying. No, wireless have come a long way. I don't think you should have any problem with the wireless at all. Yeah. Um, I would like to say I'd go with a wireless one, but I'm not actually sure. Like, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. go wireless keyboard though. I I would go wireless mouse, but I'm not so I wouldn't. I would rather the other way about, man. Because if you're yeah. playing a first-person shooter, it's mostly your your, your where your positioning is down to the mouse, like your cursor. You see what I mean, Gray? It depends. I mean, yeah. everyone's different, but for me, yeah, uh, I'll be honest. I, I can't say I'd want to go wireless, but I think, like you were saying, it's that sort of probably it's now a misconception. In fairness, you, the headset. You I just do. think it's going to be laggy. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's wireless. I don't yeah, care true. about yeah. that as much. Yeah. I went wireless. It matters quite so much, does it? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, that's it, exactly. That's why we're setting our ways. And I believe that wireless is is as good as wired. But yeah, we're setting our ways. Just a fun, it yeah, now now it is. The last year, well, good. especially. Yeah, we'll put it this way, for an example. I've got a wired mouse. I've had it for ages. It's never let me down. Always works. And it's there when I need it. Then... I bought a wireless controller, which should be on par, and it runs out of batteries all the time, and now the connection stopped working, and Uh, I have to plug a 15,000 foot cable into it to use it. Yeah, defeating the object of... I did did win a race or two last night, thanks, thanks to that. That was funny. So we've done a live stream last night playing Forza 4 Horizon, um, (laughs) and basically, normally I cane everybody, and what tend to keep happening is my batteries, or my cable kept messing up so every time the race started it would say your cable's disconnected and then yeah, Trev would go off 30 seconds in front that's because you got a crappy controller and he's like you're cheating and you're not waiting you a crappy controller like it cost me 50 no. quid <laughs> it's a race 50 quid <laughs> 50 quid Xbox One controller wireless one hmm. really hmm. well they didn't make a very good one uh, see, I, I've just bought one to play Forza as well but I had to buy wired probably the same I'll swap you. Do you want to swap? Do you want to swap the wired for the wireless? <laughs> do you know what? Do, do, do. <laughs> do you know what? I'm good. 
<laughs> See, the thing is as well, all the new keyboards now have USBs in the keyboard, so it's not like yeah, you have to run the cable from the back of the computer or around the floor and all that anymore. It's like you yeah, plug yeah. the cable in, plug it into the into the bloody keyboard back. Yep. But, um, yep. 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 yeah, so us lot, we're sticking with cabled, but we are saying that wireless is probably just as good. We're just all old school. Right. Agreed. Right, moving on, next one. Uh and this yeah. is from Dave Bomb. And he says he's interested to hear our thoughts on the new AMD line, which we've already spoke about, uh and oh. the effect it will have on future gaming builds. As an example, what do I do? Do I wait and get the new hardware or wait and see the prices drop from the old gear and get good value for money? So first off, we did speak mm-hmm. at the beginning, so you'd already would have heard about what our thoughts are on the new processors. Uh, for AMD between AMD and Intel Um, going on from that for the value for money I will just outright say it's worth the wait to see what these Ryzen free free chips are coming out the 3000 series isn't it yes yes mate Um, it's worth waiting for that because if anything we've seen happening in the past AMD are taking, taking leaps and bounds to catch up with Intel and to be fair Going from the two generations ago to Ryzen chips, I think there was a massive increase in AMD's potential and they've done an amazing job for price to bang for your buck. And I personally think that this could be the next step that takes them into the area which is on par where you're going to get a real good product for your price. So I would personally say just wait and see and then when you see them benchmarks come out, for them new chips for like whether it's low medium or high range do the comparisons then because at that point the Ryzen uh, the old gen version of Ryzen will probably go down a lot and they're already very very cheap so if it's all about money but if you if you need to get a list together of computer parts let us know we'll help you with the list and we'll go through some comparisons and stuff like that with you and we don't charge nothing for that anyway um, and then we could help you out but yeah, anyone else want to put anything in on that? No, pretty much what you said, man, because it ties in what we said at the start. Um, yeah, it's exactly. also what's uh, more, more important to you. Do you want to be in the bleeding edge, or do you just want a, a bloody good deal and get the you know, most bang for your buck? So yeah, because what I, this is just personally me. No one else says this, just I say this. But my general rule of thumb is, if you've got a processor that's running four cores over four gigs on each core. Mm. Uh, then you're good to go with any graphics card without no bottleneck or nothing. Um, that's my experience. So, you know, if you're wanting to go crazy out gaming and you want to overclock and stuff like that, then yeah, I'd go for the Intel. If you just want to get a computer built which plays your games at a high level, then you're, you're more than good enough to go with one of them chips and then just get a decent graphics card, put your money into the graphics card. Also, Nick, um, uh, if we're talking about just uh, Ryzen and AMD because um, they are obviously starting to compete more at the higher end now with the, 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 the processors at least. If you want the bleeding edge then Ryzen Series 3 for sure but that's already at a good price. Yeah. So if you don't want to be the bleeding edge and you want an even bigger bargain, Series 2 will be coming down in price and yeah. you'll but get a cracking deal. They're already well cheap like I mean like... Oh yeah and they'll go pennies. down even more. Oh it's, yeah. So... I've just been looking at you can actually get a Series Two Ryzen Five for less than what you can get the Series One. Oh yeah, I've seen yeah. it. I've seen it for 120 like, quid for like a six-core one. It's mental. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah, again, yeah. that's what I was saying though. You can get a six-core processor, 
um, with with like Intel now for really really low prices as well. Um, it used to be that you'd have the the low end gaming PC would be like uh, a dual core processor or something. Um, yeah. Then they brought out their four core processor low end, and then they started bringing out like silly clock speeds on them, like over four gigs with with hyper threading as well. So it's like they are the general level you need to be a gamer. But the lower end is going way above and beyond what you need to be a gamer at that level. So you you'll yeah. be able to get some bargains. It's only if you want to be like us where you've got like really high top end cutting edge technology. Um, where you're going to get the issues, but yeah, gaming PCs you can build them for under 500 quid now, decent decent level. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I hope that helps. If you need any help, let us know. Um, and on to our final question. Uh, what I wanted to say is, uh, LevCT in the community, um, we noticed you put in like a couple of massive questions, but you actually put in about 50 questions into each question. So. We wasn't really sure which bit to hit up on. You're talking no. about data retention on SSDs, uh, Ryzen chips, new old gen peripherals. Which we covered some of anyway. To yeah, so we've covered most of that stuff in the general podcast. Um, but if you do have a specific one question you want us to specifically ask, uh, send that in to us and we will cover that one question on the next pod. Because um, otherwise, with the questions you've put in there, we will be like, we'll be there for days talking about it. So, um, yeah, if it, you want us to talk about SSDs, we'll talk about SSDs. If you want us to talk about like data ret- uh, retention, stuff like that, we can talk about that. But just let us know exactly what you want to talk about and we will go from there. Um, and apart from that, peoples, that brings us to the end of the podcast. It's been a long one, but it's been pretty good. Enjoyed it. Yep. How about you, little donkey? Yeah, Yeah, it's been really good. Thanks for having me. Let us know if you don't want donkey to come on ever again, and we'll sack him right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's me getting sacked. You're never going to see me again. Yeah. No. No, you're more than welcome to come on. We like to have a variety on here and different people's views. And you've got to remember, our podcast isn't all about um, like we know what we're talking about, but it's not all about that. It's about opinions as well. So. You know, like Donkey, you're a gamer. You build your own computers and stuff. You've got your own views and stuff, and that's what we want to get on the podcast. We want to get views of the people that generally do that for themselves, so that we can talk about other people, how they do it, compare ideas, talk about what we like to do. Um, but yeah, so we appreciate you coming on, dude. You're welcome on whenever. Um, Thanks very much, man. Uh, apart from that, that brings us to the end of the podcast. It's good having everyone on. It's good to see you guys in again. And uh, we'll talk about Computex next month. So if you've got any questions on Computex, send them into extreme. Uh, send them into contact at extremepcuk.co.uk, um, and we'll get them onto next month's pod. Leave them on the Discord in the podcast room, or you can email us, uh, and we'll go from there. Cheers for listening, people. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye bye. 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 Dream PC.